0: afternoon good evening good morning welcome beautiful people across the globe wherever in time space you are welcome to the celluloid pudding podcast my name is beth i'm one of your hosts joining me is my wonderful yet sleepy-eyed co-host sam sam say hello to the nice people
1: hello nice people there
0: february is our month of movie valentine's and sam told me today there's an excellent reason why we're doing this film coming up, besides one of our listeners recommended it. She is going to be our lovely co-host joining us this evening. Sam, do you want to go ahead with the introduction of our lovely guest? Yes,
1: yes. we have a very special guest. Her name is Julie Nath. And she is a a big deal, folks, big deal broadcast editor. Julie is a television editor based out of Washington, D.C. And over the last couple of decades, she's worked in several different genres. It's eclectic as hell for networks, including National Geographic, Discovery, Bravo, Arts and Entertainment, The Cooking Channel, MTV, and HTV. Julie, that's all fascinating. Can you tell us what maybe your favorite gig was?
2: Definitely. I mean, there's a lot of sleepers out there but some of the highlights would be we did i worked on the dr oakley yukon vet for national geographic that's uh, very cool dr. Oakley went down under to you know help treat animals that were burned in the wow. in the bushfires in the, in the wildfires yeah. down there and that was oh, wow. a special, special episode you should check it out it's probably streaming was that
0: 2019 did that happen
2: Yep, 2019 to 20. We cut it in 2020, just as the pandemic was was hitting us.
1: That's when we thought that was the worst thing we'd ever seen on Earth. And oh. it still is. I, <laughs> I think it got short shrift because of that. That's wonderful that you went out there and and, and helped yeah. with that. That must have been heartbreaking too.
2: It, well, I didn't I edited, so I got to be in the safety of an edit suite. Um and then when COVID hit, I was working on it from home. But just editing.
1: Yeah, yeah. seeing, seeing what what transpired down there oh
2: yeah yeah it was pretty pretty rough i also loved working on cheap eats that was for the cooking channel it's like you know breakfast lunch dinner and a snack all for under like 35 bucks or 40 bucks oh is that Uh, possible yeah
0: rachel ray (laughs) used to have a show like that on the travel channel how you could uh when you're traveling you could uh, to go to different locations and how you could get through the day only spending 30 30 bucks It was like her first gig on Travel Channel. It was a Travel Channel. She had that show.
1: You know (laughs) what? We we ordered some pizza and chicken wings just from the local corner thing the other (laughs) night. And it came to $42 for a small pizza and some chicken wings. What? That should be fine dining. So I'm I'm curious about your show on that, too. I'm going to watch that. I mean,
2: I haven't. uh, My last time on that was in 2019. But it, I think, still had a few more seasons after that. So I don't know how they're doing at 535 now, if they are, wow. Yeah,
1: so so through our brief exchanges, you, you mentioned that you're quite the foodie. How do you experience that?
2: Well, I love to try, sorry, my little dog here, chili bee. Um, I Aww. just, I love going out to eat. I love the whole experience. I love the object. Yeah. I love selecting. I like trying new things. I like pairing wine with it. Um, lots oh. of fish and beef, shrimp and salmon, mason,
1: So. so- you you must really get along with our mutual friend and and her spousal. Oh yes, yep.
2: Actually, yeah, yeah. The, uh, Marty, great cook, an oh,
1: excellent wow. former guest, by the way, for all the president's men. Please check it out.
0: Yes, and, and Suze, uh, Suze is a great guest for and Suze, too. Three ice two episodes. Well,
1: and yeah, that was that was awesome. And scared mm-hmm. in Appalachia, so so there are a lot of a lot of great places to eat where you guys live. Oh and, yeah. And that.
2: Yeah, the Virginia alone, but then head into DC, yeah. and it's holding.
0: Yeah. yeah, what's next level? You. Next yeah. level. Sure.
1: Yeah. Well, them in. I I don't like to boast, but we have a, a family restaurant called Sturks, and they'll make you a a, a great canned stew. <laughs> <And> that's <laughs> that's what, what, what we have out here. <laughs> Uh, we can we
0: can boast Amato's, which is a great little pizzeria and Italian restaurant from Connecticut transplants, and they they yeah. make great pizza. It's probably the best pizza i in three counties. As Important as
1: question think. for Julie and for Beth: uh, Chicago style or both have their
0: virtues. Different pizza experience. All Chicago
1: pizza looks like an abortion. It's just it's not, it,
0: it, it's, it's not. It's not. If you go to Nancy's Pizza, you should it's be able amazing. to hold the crust No,
1: nope. without the whole thing collapsing. I can't tell you.
0: You have to fold it. Fold that Italian slice. It just means you yep. haven't had really good Chicago style pizza. That's all. And Nancy's Maybe. is amazing.
1: Amy, you didn't quaff your hair, Julie, because that looks really cute.
0: No, I, I, basically, I woke up and I just came down to work. I'm no, jealous I... that your hair can do that.
2: I know this is this
0: is really my hair jealous. when I wake up. You gotta this be honest, like nowhere it's like, to go. Okay, we should at this point. <laughs> what film are we doing, Julie? We we we're we're burning with curiosity. We
1: love this film, and we're so we were so delighted when we asked you which films would would be way up there for for a guest spot, and you chose what
2: Silence of the Lambs. Silence Yay. of the Lambs. Yeah. <sighs>
1: Now, why, why this one over all of the I don't know how many hundreds since its release in ninety one
2: I think because it's probably the one film that I have watched at least seventy times. Holy every, cow. I mean, every time it's on, yeah I mean, now that with streaming, like it doesn't just pop on, so it's like, it's a an intention to to watch the film. But I went home and it was on i'm I'm done. and it's just the storytelling alone is incredible. Um, it's just one of those films that grabs you and takes you on a journey, and, and, and it affects it. It affects your emotions. It like takes you on a journey that you, you're never going to forget. I mean, everything about it—from the acting to the cinematography, the editing—and just recently, I read the book, and it's just like the adapted screenplay is is masterfully done. You know, it was by a first
1: timer, wasn't it? Too he he hadn't first anything like under his belt.
0: He didn't boy. know what he was getting a hold of and still yeah. did brilliantly. He did. He did. Sam, did you share uh, share with Julie what you found out today about the Oh, I,
1: I bet she knows this already, but this she, is a, might a, not. a Valentine's Day movie. It was released uh, Valentine's Day, 1991. Yep. So intuitively, I, I we somehow, or very luckily, or maybe you knew this and guided us this way, we are presenting our listeners with the wonderful Valentine's Day. Movie thanks to Julie. I hate feeling
0: manipulated, though.
1: It's a it's a fantastic cast, isn't it? But I I, I guess Julie, you know something about the cast and and who was chosen first. They're called the what the replaceables. Replacement in, in players. Film. Replacement players. I knew you'd know it. Um, in in uh, film lore, aren't they?
2: Yeah. So initially, initially, Gene Hackman read the book and wanted to option it, um, and so did Jodie Foster, and. Yeah. He beat her to the punch, so he optioned to produce and also star as Hannibal Lecter. Thank God (laughs) he. Well, right. I mean, this Jonathan Demme wasn't even the first choice either as the director, and Anthony Hopkins wasn't the first choice either. Um, They had looked at um, Robert Duvall, Sean Connery, De Niro, and um, Dustin Hoffman put their hat in the ring. They got in touch with Jack Nicholson. He never called them back. (laughs) <laughs> a lot of other options apparently like, he didn't have to you know but this film scared a lot of people off and yeah. ultimately even Gene Hackman's I guess daughter convinced him not to do it because it was so sorted and so gruesome and he had just come off of uh, Mississippi Burning which is a pretty controversial role that he had on that yeah
1: do you think he trusted her again after she said dad maybe skip on this one because manhunter didn't do that well and he did mississippi burning uh, and then it turns out to be this phenom
2: i'm sure everybody who passed on it was like holy moly and the other part of it too was that manhunter the original one so not red dragon but they did manhunter a few years before that was a total flop like I, spent- oh, I love that
1: one. I really loved that lecture. and it took me some mental, you know, manipulations to, to accept the new lecture, even though I, I love Anthony Hopkins in this. But but I thought that was an awesome lecture and and a great story or visualization of it, even though it was low budge and, and didn't do well in the
2: box. Yeah. So um, Gene Hackman read the screenplay. I re- in- he read the book. Yeah. Gene Hackman read the book and he wanted to option it immediately put up $250,000 yeah. and signed with Orion. Um, he beat Jodie Foster to the punch. She really, really went after that role. And Gene Hackman wanted to produce and play Hannibal Lecter, but then was ultimately convinced not to because it was just so disturbing. And Manhunter was such a flop. It was sort of one of the biggest things behind that, too, because Manhunter did not do very well. I think it was like a $50 million budget, made about $9 million. And the whole idea of like, you know, Hit of Elector in, in an FBI character, like going after a serial killer. Yeah. They, a little too, little too familiar. It. Yeah, how, why, you know, why. But because
1: Hollywood never remashes things and, and makes the same thing over and right.
2: over and over. <laughs> right. But this, one, this had something. <laughs> well, they special. did after this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Clarice Gilmore's character was just, I think, what yeah. was special about this story. Yes. No, no, no. The same sort of yeah. roles that you typically find i i hope i don't
1: put you on the spot but when was the um the let's see red dragon came first then silence right uh what do you know when the book was published i know that thomas harris took a long time between uh between between publishing I books
2: was, i believe it was 1988 okay i believe so and that's when he i think he also got the bram stoker award for that. yes yes yeah, yeah
1: um i remember being so involved in those and i'd read red dragon but the man takes 10 years between novels Be- and yeah. do, you, do you know his his mo for writing I don't. I, what, I don't know a lot i do know that he spent time at quantico he took classes he and it's one of the reasons he i, I don't think he's still with us maybe he is uh i apologize mr harris for not knowing that and uh and really did the hardcore research, interviewed psychiatric doctors and patients. And indeed, Jody did a lot of this legwork, didn't, didn't she, as well, to prep?
2: She did. She met with uh, an agent down there and sort
0: of shadowed her. He's yeah. still with us, Sam.
1: Oh, good. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so happy I am. Are you relieved? I am. I think he's one of our greats, our, our modern greats. Yeah. So yeah. she took a class too, didn't she? Take uh, some behavioral science classes at Quantico as as well uh, in preparation.
2: I don't know if she took classes. I know that she sort of shadowed an agent there. I don't. I don't know the details of what they, other than her interviewing. Like, how would you be after a scene like this, after a situation like this? And she's like, yeah. I would. I would cry, but I would never let the the men see me cry. Like, I would. Yeah. I would do yeah. it in my own space.
1: Demet was really sensitive about that, wasn't he? In, in the film, about showing her strength—not uh, her stature, but her strength through her wits, through her meticulous mind. And I—I I, I did hear one Jodie Foster interview. Perhaps you're familiar with it, where she does talk about she she really wanted that part, didn't she? She read that book, didn't have enough muscle. teen Hackman, how are you going to compete with that back back then? And and kind of really angled, not kind of. She really angled for that part. But Demi, he didn't see it at first, did he?
2: He didn't. He wanted um, Michelle Pfeiffer. He'd just gotten off, well, recently one of his bigger films before that, because he did a lot of B-rated stuff, uh, a lot of comedy type stuff. Um, but the one, he had just finished Married to the Mob. Just not, not mm-hmm. just finished, but, you know, <laughs> most recent bigger, bigger film and he wanted Michelle Pfeiffer. And she's like, no, thank you. Uh, George <laughs> Foster just kept pushing for it. And so, Orion was like, okay, well, this this woman just recently also won an Oscar for the accused, so you yeah. know, star power.
0: Harris is still with us. Drag, uh, Red Dragon was published in eighty yeah. one. Yeah. So yeah, roughly you know what, seven years or six years in between public publishing dates. And
1: um, Michelle Pfeiffer would have been such a different movie. I can't even. It know.
0: would have been. It would have been more appropriate casting if Han if that if if. The movie was Hannibal because I, I really, when I read the novel, it just struck me as this is this is a very young person, you know, right right out of college, right out of her um, or whatever. I forget the name of the fellowships that uh, Jack Crawford says that she had completed and might have even been recruited because she did graduate from UVA yeah. with honors, and so they're looking for people in the BSU that have her background. To but they, build have, the they, they
1: auditioned some three hundred women. When Jodi is saying hello, hello, I, I I love this book. I'd love to know who her author friends were that, that recommended this book to her.
2: After just, there's no way I can't see anybody else doing it. They looked at Gina Davis, Meg Ryan. Too old. Listen, I, I'm sorry. I saw. Listen, yeah,
1: I'm going to apologize to Meg Ryan, or not really, but I saw a little clip of Meg going. Or saying uh, it was really dark and I just didn't think that I could go to that dark place and I thought you don't even know what what an empowering role this is and and what what a gift this was to women to to see Clarice Stalin
0: culturally yeah. it's such an important film really yeah what you think about it the impact that yeah. it makes what, yeah. what did you think about some of the other uh, replacements
2: let's talk about um, Anthony Hopkins so <laughs> like. Yeah. Jonathan Demme was like, I want him. And they're like, uh, yeah. no, I mean, he's a stage who? actor. Yeah, who, exactly. And he just came off of The Good Doctor, I guess. I had not seen that, but Jonathan Demi's like, well, how amazing would it be for viewers to see, like, The Good Doctor or something terribly go wrong? You know, yeah. and like, have this... <laughs>
1: I think it was Elephant Man because he plays such a wonderful, wonderful, kindly doctor in the Elephant Man. I believe that's John uh, David Lynch, right? Uh, one of his tamer films. Uh, what happens if we turn that on its head? Yeah, the civilized, the charming, the articulate doctor on its on his head. But, but who else did he have in mind for for that? You, you said Sean Connery and who so, else? So
2: the the. The studio... I guess, yeah, they looked at Robert Duvall.
0: He would have overplayed. Monterey,
2: they they checked in with Jack Nicholson and he never even responded. Yeah, Jack Nicholson comments. would have
1: been Jack Nicholson, wouldn't he, have, he, he? He wouldn't have been able to do the subtle things.
2: I don't know. I mean, I, I can't see anybody right now doing it. But, you know, I'm sure Jack Nicholson would have done a pretty good job.
0: Have either of you seen a yeah. film uh, that Anthony Hopkins was in when he was rather young? Uh, Magic, from nineteen seventy-eight. Wow. I, oh, I haven't. My God, <laughs>
1: I saw that when I was a kid, and and had a, an enduring and a like lifelong a, fear of, of ventriloquists and yes. balls because of that. <laughs>
0: yeah. it, it's a rather creepy film, and he does a wonderful job with it.
1: But he, but he was also a, a youngling in uh, what was it? Line in Winter. Great.
0: Yes, he was. Great,
1: great little part in that.
0: Yeah. But not a not a nice guy in either one of those. Uh, well in one he's well, well nobody mentally in that disturbed. family
1: was nice. No,
0: but in line in winter, not a nice. Kid. No, he's
1: there's always a, a brother you have to get rid of in, in those days in the monarchy. Yeah.
0: Some of the other actors, uh, Ted Levine, 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 Levine who That's plays what? Buffalo Bill. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. How I did I he like ever him.
1: work again? Because I, I mean nobody would be able to be in a room with him again, no. ever. He's no, just too I, creepy.
2: I, I couldn't even watch if I saw him on the screen after that. I, I couldn't watch. I just, it affected, he, he, he was brilliant. That you want to fuck me, I fuck me. Um, just <laughs> before the dancing scene, the part that really got me where I was like, she's in trouble. Like, she's in trouble mm. is when you know, he's like, put the lotion, you know, put it puts the lotion on the skin. It does this whenever it's told. And then she's starting to, like, you know, plea with him and say, my parents will mm-hmm. do it. I want my mommy. I want my mommy. Yeah. For yeah. a second, he breaks down, right, for like a split second. And then he yells, mm-hmm. put the fucking lotion in the basket. And mm-hmm. as, as the light's coming up that pit and she sees the fingernails and the blood, like it's her first inclination that someone else has been in this pit before this is not his first rodeo and she starts to scream looks at her he starts to mock her and he's screaming right back at her the mocking was so
1: realistic like he did he get in that space that had dark dark head space he must have
2: it was his only way to get himself out of that tiny fraction of like i this poor girl wants her mother but oh sorry (laughs)
1: But you're so right, that subtle change, like, uh-oh, I almost recognized humanity there. But I, I, let me get back to my, yeah. my my mission here.
2: In the mocking and pulling his shirt as he's screaming and mocking her.
1: I liked her as a victim, too, didn't you? Uh, the, she, the victim with Moxie.
2: With Moxie, that's, that is the key word right there, right? And they wanted someone who was sort of green, you know, in the, on the screen, because they didn't want someone to come down there and, like, method act that stuff out. You know, like, they yeah. wanted someone that was, like...
1: That was from her gut. Was, it and really her, was.
2: Yeah, I mean, she was great, and I loved the character. Like, she didn't play the victim. Like, she was really fighting it. Make and, me hurt your dog, Mister. I just, yeah. oh, just yeah.
1: you're rooting for her. To, I mean, animal yeah. lovers all, right? But but we are yeah. rooting for her to get that little dog down there and, yeah. and have some uh, leverage.
0: Uh, Played by Brooks. Played by Brooke Smith is the name her, of the who
1: Looks about the same, by the way. She she, does. she Still looks, yeah.
0: She uh, and I think she's. You know, she, along with Ted Ted Levine, has done a ton of work. He he did kind of uh, trampoline his career into playing all these great character roles. Did he ever play, Both, was, was he typecast, or did he, um, let me look him up. I mean, he's played sort of a comical yeah. character before. Um, he's kind of played the baddie in some TV series, but he's just, he doesn't have any trouble finding work. And I don't know about... Brooke Smith but I I do know that I've seen her in episodes of SVU and, and Grey's Anatomy
2: and then back in like the early 2000s she did a movie called series seven did okay you know, have you heard of it no yeah. what is it's it' a movie that plays like like a series like it has uh teasers and 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 uh uh-huh. like for each one that come back it's, it's about these people who were like picked out of a lottery there were seven of them I think and uh-huh. had to kill like the person who was left alive at the end was the winner, and you had no choice but to be in the. Oh,
1: I, I had heard about that. I didn't recognize
2: the name of it. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, okay. Dark comedy it was good.
1: I, I want to see that. I
0: don't know. I'm going to see it. It is crazy, Sam. She looks exactly like she did when the yeah, movie was. I made. thought
1: when was this little interview? <laughs> oh, last year. Okay, whatever you're yeah. doing, I want that. But uh, yeah, she she's awesome. So, uh, what what was your was it Were there any casting irregularities or problems with the uh, what's his name? Is it Scott Glenn or is it Glenn Scott? Glenn Scott character. I
2: thought that was a good choice. I can't remember if there were. A, he wasn't sort of a highlight when it came to, you know, because Jody and and Aunt Tony got the Oscars, so he wasn't sort of like on the forefront. So I'm not sure. I've not heard details about. You know, no, I, who do we want to play, Jack Crawford?
1: I I don't remember any of that either, except that I hated that man throughout the movie that he was using her, that he was using her and and she outwitted him. And I wondered if Lecter, Lecter must've put that together as well. Like Crawford, you're, you're using this, this as bait. No, we we can go on without you. I thought that was really clever casting though. I I just have it playing in the background and and he's, I'm, I'm just seeing him naked at the desk and he's going to get up with that kimono. I just know it and do the tuck and sing.
0: Does he really do the tuck? I mean, so, he, yeah, it looks yeah, like
1: yeah,
2: you he shows the tuck. Yeah. That scene. I think he, yeah. That that scene. So before that, they show him at the sewing machine, sewing machine naked. And like, yeah. even today, I can't hear a sewing machine without thinking of that movie. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, but then they come back to that scene where he's down there singing, dancing to... Um,
0: Song. Are any of those words spelled correctly? Goodbye, right? horses.
2: Goodbye, oh, yeah. horses hey. by, by yeah. Garvey. Okay. Thinking of uh, Katy Perry, Dark Horse, but yeah, that was that scene. Right, was not in the
0: book. Are you gonna play it? It's a great song. It's got a catchy beat.
1: Until until your mind says, "Oh yeah, remember the man."
0: I give it an eighty-nine. And, I don't find and the, that. I find it intriguing. That whole scene. Yeah, fascinated by yeah. it. And you know that everybody has done, <laughs>
1: do, I, do I out myself in that way? Yeah, everybody dances in front of the mirror doing this and tucking and whatever. You do some version of that, right, as a kid or older, or I, I don't know. But there's something about him that is just cringe.
0: When That's an interesting observation, Sam, because he is in the process of trying to He's going through this metamorphosis. Himself, so you yeah. you
1: you'd try it on, right? But but there's something that's not so uh, wholesome about his <laughs> you know what his even version. if he wasn't his version is definitely not wholesome. Not okay, James. Gump. Yeah. Do you know what my creepiest scene for him is even though he has all those creepy scenes uh, and I'm going to jump ahead but we'll go back is uh Clarice does knock on his door at one point and he's holding some business cards. And he looks at her and smiles and just sort of lets them drop away casually and then turns corner. But there's horrible. something about the brazenness of that maneuver that just freaks me out. And yeah. that's not even the worst scene.
0: Yeah. There's a name for that, actually, in True Crime. Yeah? It's called the uh, Duper's Delight.
1: Duper's Delight?
0: Duper, D-U-P-E-R. Like, possibly. I'm glad I got caught? No, like, I feel like I'm getting one over on you. Oh, okay. The smirking, the grinning, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. it's
2: damn creepy it is <laughs> yeah. so that uh, that scene with he, where, where he's dancing in front of the yeah. camera was something that jonathan demi approached and he's like you want to do a little improv he's like oh sure and that was just all ted how did really? he get an
1: mc-17 I'm on that kind of
2: that blown was... away by that and the that... whole thing was like jonathan demi was i if i'm if I have this right he wasn't he didn't ask him to do it he just did it oh tucking. and it's it, awesome yeah it's what it, it but it was just so it was shot of like you see him dancing and then all of a sudden he bends down and he's out of his character his transformation character and he, his eyes go left to right and he's like you're like what is he doing and mm-hmm. then he stands up and it just reveals you know, you the- see
1: a reveal. And that's why I was wondering about the rating on this, because usually you wouldn't get to see anything below the belly. Right. That sort yeah. of thing. Although I'm seeing more and more frontal uh, nudity these days. Maybe, it's, maybe he has gone through our prudish period. In he does this sort
0: of self-conscious uh, glance aside, like he's almost embarrassed to to even yeah. see his own uh, member. Yeah. yeah, That's right.
1: And it, with any other story, I suppose that would be relatable. <laughs> but but uh, you know, you're going through anything, but in in this one, no. Not with that sewing machine and, and human skin behind him, no. Yeah. Uh, 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 who are the three? It, it's alleged that, that he's an amalgam of three different actual serial killers. Did you hear something about that? Yes. Uh,
2: Ted Bundy. Harry okay. Heidnik. And Ed
1: Gein. the very worst of the worst in one man, <laughs> yeah.
2: You... yeah. The dead body with the fake injury, yeah. The cast, I I, yeah.
1: I do remember thinking of that uh, during that scene, like, oh, that's so Bundy. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know who Hednick was until I until recently, as of today, that recently, mm-hmm. and of course, I'd heard of Ed Gein. and Chainsaw yeah. Massacre with Beth kind of ruined me and traumatized me, for,
0: yeah. For life. <laughs> the inspiration for many, many. Hollywood films. Yeah. Scary Hollywood films about uh, oh, yeah. psycho killers. Yeah. yeah. He he uh, inspired Texas Chainsaw. He also inspired Psycho. Partial inspiration for this film. And probably a host of others. And then there have been movies yeah. about Ed Gein. There's a movie yeah. called Ed Gein. Which is really actually very good. It's scary. That,
1: that's a point of contention in my home. One party that it, that isn't me wants to see it. And I, I just do not want to give any... Viewing power to that person. I, I just feel very strongly about that. I don't. I'm not cut out for behavioral science of criminals. Just it's fascinating. It's a fascinating <laughs> subject,
0: but mm. we're not sure if he he may have only killed one or two people, and the rest was just necrophilia and digging up dead people.
1: But Heidnik... had is it he, he had the actual well, the pit. death well, yeah. De- yeah. death pit, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. House of horrors shit.
2: I mean, so just think that like there are people out there like like that. Like these characters are based off real people.
1: And how many uh female serial killers do we know about who, who cut up men's bodies and throw them in the wells and uh, and bury them under the houses and things of that nature?
2: I mean they're out there. There you there think? are. Yeah. Yeah, they're out there. There was some some series, the recent series called Like My Roommate, and they're about Ooh. two stories of of uh scary roommates. And one oh. a woman who took people into her home and as like, you know, to help pay the rent and she would live and bury them in her yard. Well, this is she-
1: shocking to me. I, I thought we had one up there. Uh, yeah. but No. Wow. Well, yeah. that's freaky.
2: Yeah.
0: F- a female serial serial killers have always been around. It's, it's only been, you know, when Eileen Wernus was, was captured and prosecuted and executed, we kind of, Is that the, the one Monster was based on? Yes. Oh, the, okay. We seem to think that, oh, it's a brand new concept. But no, they've been around forever.
1: Eileen For had a, had an M.O., though, and some trauma behind her serial killing. I, I'm not going to go there. I don't know why yeah. I'm defending yeah. anybody. Just know you're all very, very bad people. Don't do that. <laughs> Just God.
2: Sure. So you had mentioned Psycho. And so I wanted to ask you yeah. about this. So yeah. Psycho came out in the 60s or 1960. It affected people, like, yes. big time. Yes, it did. If you were to watch Psycho now, or let's even just say, because I feel like I feel like Silence of the Lambs did what Psycho did to people in 1960. Like, it really yeah. messed with people. I would agree. And-
1: there were a few firsts in Psycho, weren't there. Um, you'd never seen that graphic that that graphic level of violence. It was all very, well, I don't know I'm, I'm thinking of. Herschel, Gordon Lewis, and all those, those must have been slightly after, though. Yeah,
2: I mean it was much like psychological thrill too because you didn't really see a lot of violence in psycho. It was just eluded. Yeah. Like you yeah. Knew it was happening. Yeah.
0: Like you didn't even see a knife hit skin. God yeah. help me with the the score. Uh who created Herman uh um, Howard Shore for no, silence? No, for for uh psycho that dare yeah. Um, <laughs> that's how it goes.
1: Psycho score. He's famous for doing that kind of uh, psycho one note versus the Jaws two
2: note. Da-na. Da-na, da-na. Or, or
1: our very favorite, eyes wide shut. The G. That's it. The G. Uh, that was way too far. a Segue. Who did the score for Silence again? Because that is Howard one Shore. of my just one of my favorites. The way he yes. builds and builds and. One of my pet peeves, Julie, and Beth knows this well, and I think it's also one of her pet peeves, is when music tries to dominate the yeah. the the scene and, and right. sort of tell you how to feel. And, but this is just a perfect compliment, and, and you get goosebumps just listening to that. Mm-hmm. I, I love it so much.
2: Really well done. When I first saw the movie, I was a freshman in school, uh, in college, and just sort of starting to take some production classes and theater classes it was not only scary it was disturbing and i was yeah. you know at that time i was working i think i told beth this i was working at ups and i had to get up at two o'clock yeah. in the morning
0: oh god go oh, that's
2: work. not reasonable and that must have been creepy too like I was, I was like you guys <laughs> have to get up my roommate like, you just please get up and watch me just watch me to in, car. Run, run to the car. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm <laughs> a size... Don't help that man who thinks right. he's, you know... Because, like, just... I don't know if you know this guy but a size 14. Like, all I'm waiting for them to be like, excuse me, <laughs> you fourteen. Know? <Are> <laughs> that, that was such like, a shocking it, line, too. Send it to my deepest... Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: What are you about a size 14? Oh, it's awful.
0: The first time you guys saw this film, beginning of the film, when he's asking, was she a big girl and all this other stuff? Did, did you right. have any idea what he was going to do? Yeah, I I understood why he.
1: Yes. Well, let me think. I've seen it so many times since then. On my virgin viewing, my deflowering viewing, did I know? I'm trying to think how they set it up for us. When he abducts the senator's daughter, do we know why? Why?
2: We don't know who he is yet. No, we, do we know why? No, we don't know why. We don't,
0: know, we don't why, know why why the diamond patterns. Unless you were an avid sewer, you would know probably. Pick you it up would right away. know
1: the darts and sewing. I, so, okay. therefore, no would be my answer. I would but not was, know
2: that. Yeah, I mean, there were there were signposts to the to the darts. Yeah, right? absolutely. He skins
1: his humps is this bad joke, yeah. right? Uh, but we don't know why.
2: But like we saw them, like for me, like I like the second time I saw it, I was like. When she's running in the very first scene and she's got like a diamond shaped sweat mark. Oh, Ooh. I didn't even realize foreshadowing,
1: that. I didn't realize that.
2: Yeah, a little bit of a signpost there. Yeah, um, but see, for me, I don't think I, I mean, I didn't get it until I saw the darts on the dress at, in Frederica's closet, right? And then, and then, like, you know, Jordi, that's found right, together for all of us, which in the book, she doesn't make that discovery on her own. And Electra we'll tells her. That's why I think the, the screenplay is so well done. It's just like, just giving her like yeah. a bigger character, like a better character.
0: From what I can remember, I think it was a pretty faithful to pretty much everything that happens in the novel. Yeah. I think we get a little bit more background into Crawford, into the BSU.
1: And I think she has a best friend itself. Um, as well. That's, that's given a little bit of a, uh, of screen time in the movie, but she does have a, a roommate or, or best friend in the academy as yeah. well. Yes, um, I, I'm trying to think. Before Silence, was there a woman a film where a woman carried the action, no uh, romance at the heart of it, just pure
0: adrenaline action? Alien and reality. And aliens. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But it's, you a, go. it's a completely different genre. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah.
2: Hey, you want to talk about The Accused. I mean, that was also yeah. Yeah. very yeah. driven by two women, mostly Jodie Foster. Yeah. But but not in this sort of genre where it's mostly male-dominated. Yeah.
0: I, I was going to ask both of you, what did you guys think of the title credits? The font? The design? Very the way that, 90s. 90s sure. or because i i had an impression that he's almost trying to simulate sort of this is a documentary almost oh interesting uh, because the, the uh, just the way the uh, print was in the title black with a white or yeah, black and white how do, how is it that we like lecter
1: when he's such an awful awful man
0: i like buffalo bill just like i liked ordell you're not charmed. you're not charmed by buffalo bill though are you I don't know. I I can I don't wanna are, I'm
1: worried and don't want to meet you for another reunion. <laughs> There's something
0: uh, I didn't know that he that was a completely ad libbed scene. It draws me in. I'm attracted to it. I don't know why. It's I can't take my eyes off it. That scene. Maybe it's the I, song, his dancing, the way he moves.
1: <laughs> he is a creature. He is a creature. He is what he is. And and I so it's not like American Psycho where you you think, oh my goodness, this is really an awful person. But I mean, Hannibal Lecter, he, he's a villain that we hadn't seen before, had we? Had we seen yeah. a villain like that before?
2: No, and he was also like a super villain. Like all the yeah. things he could do, like sense that she was bleeding when you couldn't see it, smell her lotion and what she used to wear, what she sometimes wears. You know, yeah. how about like,
1: he profiles her right away. And hes exactly. that's part of his former job, though, right? Yeah.
2: But, like, how did he get the cop up on that, on the bars and hanging, like, a cross? And how did he get...
1: Yeah, that's some super Embry strength right there. A is that Charles that? Yeah. Napier who, who succumbs to that death?
2: Or is that the other one?
1: I can't remember now. You know, the Charles, character.
2: Every yeah, Well, let's see. Charles Boyle. Mm, uh,
1: I thought yeah. there was a Napier in there. Um, hmm.
2: Napier, yeah. 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 I'm sorry. Napier. And he, his character
1: name is Boyle. Oh, oh, that's right.
2: Yeah, yeah I had a mixed we're, we're
1: both right, but but yeah. How would he get him up there? A man weighing two hundred at least pounds plus.
2: Yeah, and so just like this soup, like this, you can't even fathom a man like that.
1: That was a shocking image, though. I do remember right. that back in the day. Is
0: yeah. that over the top? If we bought into it, right when we're when we're seeing the film, why is it that we buy into it? Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I think how are, that are we it convinced? Works. I think it works in the same
1: way The Exorcist works. Um, I haven't. Obs- we, we all watched this <laughs> at our last reunion. Yeah. Um, we all have come in kind of an obsession with The Exorcist. And The Exorcist is not very believable after a certain point, really. But, but it builds upon reality, reality, reality. And you don't see anything shocking. You hear about his exploits. You hear about the bad things he's done. But he comes across as pretty reasonable until that scene. Isn't that his first violent yeah. scene? Yes. And only, maybe, I'm not sure. Well, it, Chilton has a, we, we don't know what happens to Chilton, but something bad.
2: But later, yeah. yeah. But that, that scene, so he wanted to wear white. It was his uh, wear white for that scene because he said yeah. reminded him of being at the dentist or when he had his tonsils out, like something that was going, a person that was going to evoke pain which yes. wears white. So That makes
1: to- such sense to me. You're going to be violated, and yes. And I don't, I don't I already and have that a scene.
2: Would, that scene was like, if he was in that blue jumpsuit, it may not have been as powerful. You, got, you know, you got the also the blood. Yeah, and yeah. It really stood out.
1: And I think they lingered on the I don't know what you would call that crucifix. Uh, you know, the, the hanging corpse or, or, or you know victim for just enough time. They don't stay too long and lovingly, and they don't do it too briefly. It's it's like just in the sweet spot enough to, to horrify you. I think one of the characters says, oh my God. But without that, oh my God, you know how that can be overdone when you see a bad scene and you hear the the response. It's just right because you're all thinking, oh my
2: God. Yeah. Just, no, no, no. Yep. And you don't see like the, the biting of the face. Like you just, you know it's happening. Yeah. Um. And you don't see any blood there. Like you see him grab his face, but he's, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And they're apparently, they're, they're, they both have, in their mouth like attached mouth guards so pulls and moves then henry's face is going with
1: him oh that's wild that's wild that's very cool i need one of those to freak people out with (laughs) i really do (laughs) let's go to film some things with innocent bystanders while using that device i just would love to
0: blood it was just a mouth guard yeah, it looked like a mouth guard. I
2: watched the um, Inside, I don't know if you saw this, the Inside History Channel's Inside Story of. the so get to it.
1: finished it. I, I started it, but it looked pretty good. I got some Russian copy that's probably invaded my my whole ecosystem now, but I, I did find that.
2: That's the one. I had seen the original, but yeah. it was taken off YouTube, and then I found that Russian version, too. Did you
1: go back and look at extras? Did you have them on your DVD, or, or did you stream it, or how did
0: you watch it this time? I streamed it. Yeah, I want to show you my copy. Yeah, my I, it was on Hulu. I just minute. wanted to
1: show you my German copy, Das Schweigen der Lama. Wait. Um, <laughs> um, das Schweigen der Lama. It sounds so sweet. Uh, Herbert had never seen it. We were living in Germany at the time, and I can watch it in German if I want, which would be weird to see Jodie Foster do. But the the extras were disappointing. So I'm wondering if there's some great Criterion version out there with all the things that we tried to round up for this for this episode.
2: Well, we started out. we talked about the, the first scene, right? Right.
0: It's
2: called when she gets called in and uh, she's, she's doing the obstacle course, right? In the opposite direction is all the guys. And so like, what is it? Oh, you know what? About, I noticed that. About her, like that she's, she's going to do something all the different ways so she gets it right, I guess, you know, like that's probably her method of like doing whatever she wants to accomplish, you know? Okay.
1: Did you uh, see in that documentary or read elsewhere that Demi was just fascinated? She was really in shape. And, you know, by take 20, she could still do that obstacle course and just climb that net rope thing and and just nail it every single time. Yep. She was fit.
0: I also love the shot in the elevator where it, the camera follows her and she goes into the elevator and she's sort of this diminutive figure in this uh, oh, yeah, the elevator with guys. men. Powering guys. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah.
2: Just looking around.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: She she's my height, five foot three, and I, I get it, and I appreciate that too. Um, I, I had a real quick question before you segue, Julie, because it's been on my mind since we started. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of the villain, you know, Hannibal. Uh, I don't know. Let's go with Buffalo Bill, with James Gum, and then if you think of Francis Dollarhide from Red Dragon, you have another very terrifying man monster in that. But also, I I had more sympathy for Dollarhead, at least as he was portrayed in Manhunter, not so much in Red Dragon, the remake of that. But uh, they gave him some humanity that he he was fighting in that, didn't they? Or
2: how did you feel? I mean, I I have to say, I'm not as familiar with that. I think I only saw that film maybe once or twice. Okay. Um, So I'm not as familiar. I do remember him being a somewhat likable character, you know, and then... When you realize, I guess, when that other character's his girlfriend there realizes, like, holy moly, what am I, what have I got myself into? Mm, mm. In time almost. Um, if yeah. I correctly, like, he starts off as a decent. You think he's a decent human, then you know yeah. you realize he's got the demon. So, I don't know it as intimately. I, I don't know that character very like as intimately as I.
1: You know, I can't picture him from the movie so much as I can from the book, and and I guess a, a lot of those graphic scenes that Ray finds tapped into or were were more in that movie mm-hmm. and, but i thought manhunter well we can skip that since since we're talking about something else but i'm, I'm just wondering why are we drawn beth you said you had some sympathy for jane gum and and of course hannibal lecter is clever in the same way lex luthor is is clever and a villain and horrible you but you kind of you kind of like lex luthor
0: I was drawn to him what? in that scene. I don't know why. I yeah. don't, I was drawn to that scene. Yeah. What does that say about me? I don't know. <laughs> I'm a little a little scared of you. That's what it says. <laughs> it was the music. It was the, you know, the, yeah. whatever he's wearing, robe, kimono. Yeah. He's yeah. dancing.
1: I mean, had he thrown some poppers in there, you it would have it been.
0: I would have told. Okay. Just somebody I would have hung out just with, to, uh, yeah, let's yeah. be honest.
1: <laughs> we, we we do know somebody who does a, a little Dutch girl,
2: don't we? But <laughs> well, you know that seems sort of controversial too. That that character in yes. general uh, with the gay community, you know, you oh know. really? Yeah. So like he's portrayed as this, you know, crossdresser, poodle loving, poodle's name's Precious, you know, like mm-hmm. all the things you might equate, you know, even back in the nineties, back then very stereotypical. No. Um, gay man
1: and but doesn't lector say something like he thinks he's a but he's not a he's b exactly and i don't think
2: yeah. you know stamped hard enough for the community to see that because yeah. they were up for like how you know this is what people think of us you know yeah what yeah. You know, people are going to be afraid of trans women you know um rightly so because but it's not like what he was so like he, you know lector basically is like he's not He's he just wants to change, he hates himself so badly that there he you go, to change. The, the that quote
0: was is, within reach, yeah. I expect he says, I, I expect he's tried to be a lot of things.
1: Oh, yeah,
2: yes, because he, yeah. he was denied uh the surgery by a few places, and so that says something like it really wasn't, you know, the solution for him, it really wasn't the thing,
0: and, and it's mentioned not just once. Uh, the fact that he, he's, you know, because Clarice even says that, no, that, um, that that's a misconception early on when she's, uh, when Jack Crawford's discussing it with with her, that uh, no. There, there. But I didn't he realize she uses there the was... term passive, which I, I wish, you know, now it doesn't well, in, in what sound... way, Beth? How... Yeah,
1: in yeah.
2: The yeah so where... they were talking about like, what, what, you know, may, what do you think he's, why do you think he's like this? And she was, Confused herself because she's like transsexuals are, you know, very passive, nonviolent.
1: Oh, okay. The word like, in that like,
2: context.
0: Right. Okay, so it's yeah. just my point was it's mentioned more than once. It wasn't like a, a one-off. Like, uh, no, no, we're not saying that transsexuals are. Vi- it's mentioned a couple of times that uh, Jamie Gum is not. It's trans- transgenderism is not his issue.
1: Think that wasn't in the popular lexicon killer. at that point either so i think yeah. she says transvestite or w- w- whatever she she says, she says they, both
2: terms both terms, they? both terms come up i believe yeah. um i think she in that particular line was transsexuals are very passive That's how she yes. said it. But, you know this is back in 91 too so you know we as a community don't even have a lot of experience in our faces with with that right we yeah. we at that time, like there were obviously gay people and cross no. and people transitioning wasn't like where it is today, you know? And so no.
1: it sort of, um, a, a friend of mine just, uh, this is, is sort of apropos of nothing, but kind of segues into that. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the composer, Wendy Carlos, who, who did the score for The Shining and oh gosh, another another Kubrick film. I, I can't remember what, and she, transitioned back in the 70s so early early days and and became very reclusive as, as a result of that because it really wasn't in a uh, talked about i guess but but there's some wonderful interviews and, and maybe i'll link them just just to you uh, to have a look uh so famous composer uh particularly in synth she she created the synthesizer sound and she hooked on bach you do you remember that that hooked on bach where they would have the synthesized version of of Bach Why am i talking about this but but i guess yeah with with that, with the odd occasional you know anomaly the general population would would not have known what what goes into the thinking maybe and and so yeah that would be a real fear wouldn't it like jane gum represents this no no
0: let's follow down your notes
2: well i particularly loved um Jonathan Demme's style of shooting too, and so mm. he he did some of this stuff in his other films, Philadelphia, which came after, yeah. and Married to the Mob, which was before. Lots of povs, where the camera is like the eyes of the the character, and then the direct to cameras, which you know, if you don't do them right, they're gonna look cheesy. Like you have this person just looking at the
0: camera talking. But like- yeah, yeah. Ex- explain to our listeners. Uh, okay. But- so POV
2: is a is a point of view. Right. So, uh, for instance, the sh- the the scene where Clarice, you know, starts to walk down that hallway to see Hannibal Lecter for the first time, mm. we don't see her walk down the hall. We see her eyes seeing everything as she's walking down the hall, and the camera right. hands left to look at the at some of the inmates there, and then straight ahead again. And is that's it brilliant, of- brilliant. And it's brilliant, and then you know because it's slow and scary and creepy and and she's looking like at the characters obviously of the other inmates in there and as she comes around as she comes forward the camera turns like she's turning to look and there's Hannibal Lecter right like one of the most brilliant entrances yeah. of film Truly. and he didn't even move you know he's just standing yeah. there and it was his idea actually to sort of be yeah you know not like now how
1: creepy scary. is that you expect him to be sitting or laying or yeah. not paying attention and yeah. he's fully alert like the he, antithesis
2: he, of like what you be- think that he would be this crazy person scared yeah. and he was just like perfectly polite
1: like and like a butler almost or you know a nice gentleman yeah. waiting on her it's yeah, that makes it more creepy than than anything else well, he like, could have done
2: if he says online, line he's courteous and receptive to courtesy <laughs> um and it just there makes you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 and then when he starts talking to her and you know, like that line from Jack Robert, don't let, don't let the electric get inside your head. And then there's these brilliant shots of, you know, this was later in the film where he's, he's talking to camera or she's, and there's a reflection. She it's a, it's a cameras on her, but there's a reflection of him. Right. And his, and, and they're blended. Like he's got part of his You're right head on hers. And it was like, yep. He's getting inside her head now oh my
1: god i'm gonna to have to watch this yet again
2: because you're bringing up
1: some brilliant. really uh, subtle things that that i missed while focusing on the bigger picture that's that's brilliant
0: you mentioned something else besides uh, pov direct uh, to camera direct to cameras yeah so
2: that's when the characters like look right in the right in the camera like right into the lens like they're speaking to you you know or you have to,
1: be to be a superior like actor to 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 really do that don't you i'm looking yeah, at I mean, the camera not not anthony hopkins exactly because like and delivering had, this
2: line she's behind the camera delivering her lines and he's not even looking at her he's looking at the camera
1: i did hear one little snippet from from jody foster who said because of, of that direct to camera bit you couldn't even be an inch off or, it, or or you'd be sort of out of frame or wrong so you had to be really super static which was actually great discipline for her because everything had to be written on her face every subtlety and every delivery so uh i didn't think consciously of that
2: until you just mentioned it but that's
1: that's amazing
2: it's a really great technique and it's really effective and i don't think anybody can do it because i think like it could come off really cheesy you know
0: Yeah. yeah i i think i was talking to you about how i the other day on the phone how i appreciate like in a film like jackie brown when she's sitting there speaking with ordell or she's speaking with Max Cherry. You see the full, just the full body, full bodies of these actors inhabiting this space, versus the uh, the tight close up or direct to camera. And you're right, when it's done with a really talented actor, it it can be very powerful. Sometimes it, it gets overused. With I think less less than capable. How talented do you have to be,
1: not even a stand-in or somebody else's eyes, but the camera lens, delivering that line or those lines as if it were a person? And that really shows her superior talents, I think. What do you think of Clarice? Do you think she's really that haunted, or is she playing a double game with, with Lecter with this big secret that he could, you know, do his quid pro quos with? Is she truly haunted?
2: I don't think so. I think that she sort of had to... Learn something about herself before she could move forward but i think you know no i i think like we were talking about this earlier yeah we were right that she's sort of like if her only you know trauma in life was trying to run away with a lamb like it's pretty lucky you know what i mean like yeah yeah there's i mean it's for for a little kid right that's got to be somewhat traumatic obviously like thing is going to be killed and it's hard to you know fathom why and
0: being orphaned is traumatic, you know. I think that it's sort of being orphaned twice. Because but her... she won't
1: really reveal that to Lecter, does she? That's truly what the flashbacks are: her dad and her dad in the coffin. It's not the lambs, right? And uh, she? Do you think she's pushing the lambs forward to Lecter and holding on to her father because he's he's sacred? He's an un- untouched. She's not going to give him over.
0: No, to she. Lecter. Well, she mentions that before she ever mentions the lambs. Really. Yeah, he was, he was a was decent
1: man. He was a decent man. I don't know. Lecter tries to bait her with. with that was the rancher.
2: Yeah, the that rancher. was.
1: The cousin. Oh, the ran- You're right. He, they were decent people. He was a decent man. That's right. Yeah,
2: yep.
0: so. but he. They send her off to an orphanage. I mean, that's that's what happens. That's I forgot that that's the last thing that happens in that whole story. Is that they finally the sheriff picks her up with the lamb because she's the lamb's too big. She's all of eleven years old. She can't rescue the lamb lector asks her what would they do with the lamb she's like they killed it and they sent me off to the lutheran orphanage and that's being doubly abandoned
2: doubly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. now let me ask you this during that quid pro quo and she comes th- through the end of that story saving that lamb you know, they had flashed back a couple of times with her right like mm-hmm. uh, yeah. when her father comes yeah. home that one day and then when she's in the funeral home Um, how do you think it would have felt if they flashed back when she was telling that story of her running with the lamb, like
1: oh wow you'd have to, there's only one girl who could do it and that's Dakota Fanning at that time (laughs) um, I mean it's hard to get a child actor without getting into the cheese sphere, you know what I mean
2: I mean they would have used that same little girl and they were going to shoot that scene they actually, they might have, they were going to shoot that scene and Jonathan Demme after he watched the daily he's like, I cannot cut away from that yeah. performance like that performance is going to win her the oscar and i'm not yeah. cutting away from it so they decided yeah. in, in yeah. production not to shoot that that scene yeah. i think it's a good
0: choice
1: yeah i, I think do i do. think he he was dead on he it would have detracted rather than that
0: yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm curious julie in the novel it's i read the novel but i don't remember was was the trauma her trauma different in the novel
2: it was it was um she was trying to save a horse. Uh, oh, yep. Yeah. And and she didn't realize. So she was on her horse ranch, and that that also had sheep. Mm-hmm. And I think the sheep did wake her up. But that morning, she wanted to save a a, a little horse from being slaughtered. Actually, funny. Who were they
1: slaughtering horses? What? Because this is news sick. to me. I, I must have blocked it that's, out. That's in the in the film in the book. And I don't remember that part so I must have actually blocked it that out like okay, Sam
0: just got traumatized. So. I'm totally yeah. <laughs> traumatized. They were killing
2: they, horses? They were killing horses. They were like the she so was with Thomas Harris. Yeah, but she was trying to save a horse in the book. Right, well, that
1: is up. a traumatic thing. They should have used that. The silence know, of the horses doesn't sound as good.
2: I think that's one thing they could have kept in because I think well, silence of the lambs was all about the lambs so I get why they went there, but they they were prepping and the the horses were fatted and slaughtered. So like that's exactly what Buffalo Bill is doing, right? Oh. But they didn't go there in the film. They just they kept it about. It
1: was lean, I, and I get great. I just watched Jamie Gum, Jamie Gum, flip his nipple ring. I didn't need to look up; it. I was trying to think of the horses and the nipple ring. We had the same. Beth and I had more or less the same discussion about Jackie Brown being leaner than the book. And sometimes you do have to make those, those yeah, surgical I thought, cuts.
2: I thought that that was just like, I guess maybe because maybe it was too on point with what, Bill, with, um, you know, Buffalo Bill was doing. It was like yeah. the same idea. Yeah. You know, eating them, getting them heavy and then killing them. But yeah, so I thought that was a brilliant performance on her part.
1: May I ask a question? Yeah. What, what's your uh, Chilton um we hate him right immediately from (laughs) from sight we hate him and and i can't remember if i already hated him from the book or i just hated him even more because that actor forgive me sir what is your name uh was brilliant as the smarmy narcissist wasn't he
2: i think that's why we root for hannibal Lecter at the end Yeah, he's horrible right but he's just like his nemesis really messes with him you know, yeah. and like for him yeah. to escape, and then when you find out he's having an old friend for dinner, and you realize who that friend yeah. is, you're like, yes, yeah. yes, why? I you know. know, and
1: <laughs> what's wrong with us as human beings that we're we're thinking that's okay in this case because he's such an asshole, let right. him be cannibalized because
2: yeah, why? Why? Because like you know, Hannibal Lecter, mass kills people and eats them, yeah. it and it's horrific and what did Chilton do? He recorded a session and he teased him about, Oh, that's not a real yeah. uh, offer. Like that was made up Plum was created, like, like, yeah. you know, but it's interesting. We root for Hannibal at the end. We root yeah. For, like when he's in the thing, we're like, he's so what's a- that dark
1: thing in us that we can do that, that, that we're all capable of, of, of really heinous acts just given the right circumstances or are we, you know, there, I think we that ain't, that ain't right.
2: No, I think people can be easily manipulated by someone's presence. You know, like what a narcissist does to anybody, you know, like you could be so thwarted and so like put off by somebody. And then next thing, you know, like, Oh,
0: okay. They're not that bad. You know, like they really, they really win. You know, people can be easily manipulated. When he first meets Clarice, Lecter sort of accuses her of being ambitious when really i don't think clarice is ambitious certainly not like chilton is chilton is driven by his ambition and um uh, and maybe that's part of um part of his transition do you mean Lecter
1: accusing her of being ambitious yeah, all the way to said, the fbi all, yeah. that, that, and that that's whole...
0: that's not really what ambition is not really what's driving her you know getting away from west virginia is not what's driving clarice uh, whereas Chilton is definitely ambitious yet
1: yeah, she's in tears. The tears are are stinging. She, she's not letting them fall, but he hits her in the heart with that, yeah. with that speech.
0: It's kind of like you shot an arrow, it lands, but you don't know what vital organ it hit, yeah. but it, 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 it landed.
2: Good metaphor. Yeah.
0: That's Was true. Yeah.
2: She's very good at keeping uh, her cards close to her. Her ham-handed segue into like, let me, you know, <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> perhaps you'd like to share your view on this.
1: Now that one, I had a problem, and I got, and that was perfect because he does have a little smirk. Like, nice try. Yeah. So, uh, so when she does fail with the language, at least it's acknowledged within the film. Yeah. And we we can't blame what's his name, our scriptwriter. Right,
2: oh. he puts her down. Right, he he puts her down like immediately. Oh, you you were yeah. doing
1: so well with this and
2: that. And yeah. Yeah, you know what you look like to me with your, you know, good bag and cheap shoes, like you're a rube, like you're nothing. Yeah. yeah. You're nothing. And then what does she do? She just musters up like a very matter of well, either you will or you won't. Like what is Why, do you, why a, do you
1: think he takes her on?
2: I think because she's I
0: think he probably saw a side of her, like she's she's He's a psychopath.
1: What? He has no empathy. Why would he take her on?
0: She she wins the first time they meet eyes. Do you remember what happens the first time they lock eyes? He looks away first. Oh, oh, I didn't notice that. And if the eyes are the window, so much more
1: observant. uh, My goodness!
0: If the eyes are the window, I've always, always thought that was uh, sort of interesting. That the first time they meet, he looks down. He can't. uh, He can't hold her gaze for very long. Uh,
1: That's interesting. But he, as a person who cannot feel for another human being, it's food essentially. Or, or that's his way of, of making them trophies, permanent trophies, by moving through his elementary gland glands. Uh, so, so what it is? Is it about Clarice? Is it her purity? Is it her sincerity? Her trust in him that she doesn't seem to judge him as as a monster,
0: oh, or that she does is.
1: know that she's a monster, but she doesn't treat him, or, or she's quite the opposite of Chilton, certainly.
2: I mean she doesn't really know why she's there. She doesn't quite get that she's there about yeah. you know for Buffalo Bill. She's just trying to get some information. And I think that yeah. she, you know, because she, she doesn't spook easily. I think she's just like something about her that is like, I'm gonna help you. You don't even know love, what you want, but I'm gonna help you.
1: I love that line by the way. Do you spook easily, please?
2: Yeah. Not yes. yet. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Although Another little signpost. I don't know if you picked up on this one. Okay. When she first gets there and she's like, oh, I like your drawings. He goes, yes. that's the Duomo as seen from the Belvedere.
1: Yeah. Wait, why is that significant? I'm being confused. Where was
2: Fredri- Frederick Belmo from? Belvedere, Belvedere, Ohio. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. I wasn't sure. Ah. I mean, he didn't know. Like, it's not like a signpost for like, she didn't know while she was there. Like, it didn't help her in any way.
0: Yeah.
2: Like,
0: right. you go back and watch
2: it. You're like, oh. Ah. Interesting. I wondered interesting. Why,
1: I've seen it many times and I wondered why that and is that going to come up in the
0: future?
2: But no, it's it's that. Oh my God.
0: I have to study this movie. It's, it's
2: almost like so insignificant, but is it?
0: I don't think it is. I don't think that's a coincidence at all. Yeah. Belvedere, Ohio. But so, yep. so we do. He was. I'm just asking. He was his therapist at one point or had seen Buffalo Bill. Yes. Yeah. So that that's confirmed. Buffalo Bill kills Benjamin Raspail. Yes. And that's his first victim. Yes.
1: Okay. Is that man with the head in the jar? <laughs> yeah.
0: man okay. Man with the head in the jar.
1: Man with the head in the jar for $10. Pinky, um, yes. <laughs> Raspail <Pinkle> head. head. <laughs> My lash falling off a bit. Sorry about that.
2: i sorry. About, That's what on. about his other superpower? Like, how do you kill somebody when you can't even touch them? I know, Migs. Like can
1: you can you get somebody to swallow? I I don't know how you. How do you even do that?
2: So that that is a suggested
1: character.
2: super interesting character development on 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 him. You yeah. know, like yeah. how yeah. does one do that? I mean, how scared. And,
1: and and he does that with the ray fines character too doesn't he in a a later film getting him to to take whatever drug that is and to cut off his lips and his eye the whole whole bit, like getting him to mutilate himself saying yeah that's in hannibal
2: right
1: that's in hannibal and really hard to watch stuff but
2: he was on drugs so that
1: guy was on drugs he he was but still the power of suggestion to to, uh,
0: I think you're right, Sam. I do remember in Red Dragon with Ray Fins Red Dragon, that there, yeah. is, there is something that he's able to persuade somebody to do. And yeah. it is intriguing how that happens, how that goes down. Yeah. Like you can see how that would happen.
1: And I, I think also another one of his, I know we're going to a different film, another one of his superpowers, those carnivorous, horrible pigs or whatever they were. Oh, um, yeah. and, and they don't recognize Lecter as human. Therefore, he can walk through with the you know, fainted body of, of uh, Julian Moore. There's no Clarice Stalling. I just, I just dismissed that film. But no, okay. she was wise not to take that on. What in your notes would you like to talk about next, Julie?
2: Well, I really loved the two. I think these were two major misdirects in the film. I mean, one is like one is like the one that we all talk about, but the first misdirect.
1: Wait, it, I don't know what we all talk about.
2: All right. No, we're not there. We're not there yet.
1: Oh, okay. All right.
2: The first one happens early. Yeah. Uh, So when she's like, when she's in one of their training sessions and they're boxing or hitting and, and some guy comes in Mm -hmm. like, darling, outside. Yeah. And then he's like, we got a Buffalo Bill type situation. And as they're walking out of that, you hear like the sirens and you hear police cars are screeching. Like, yeah, somebody. And then you realize it's like at the school. Like, yeah uh, oh, oh okay yeah 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 like obviously the one the quintessential one that we all talk about is oh that yeah you're cutting so when you know she she's at Frederica's house and she looks sees the darts and she puts it all together and she calls Crawford you know well, he, he's making himself a women's suit and he hmm.
0: to
1: oh the I skin. thought you were going to talk about something else okay yeah no oh. yeah. the famous
2: yeah
0: yeah, that's yeah. what she's leading up to
1: um, okay i'm sorry I'm, I'm, I'm a famous interrupter
2: no no worries but i just okay. thought it was a brilliant piece of of work to edit that you know to have it to edit that way with showing okay. the exteriors of the wrong house against the interiors of the right house
1: and, and how many people have nicked that since silence they've nicked that 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 device
2: yeah I'm sure it's happened. I I can't think of anything offhand.
0: I, I don't think to the precision though. I mean, yeah. I I that, that was I've truly called. shocking to me. I was
1: I was horrified. I remember that in the theater.
0: Oh yeah, everybody like Beth, right? You said I yeah. said like A, I audible in the gasps in the movie theater. <gasps> the realization, <gasps> just <gasps> all across me. She's theater.
1: alone. No backup. I I mean, it was. I miss communal theater, by the way. Really did. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Incredible scene right there. Incredible yeah. two scenes. Yeah. um What was the other misdirect that you were thinking of?
1: I was thinking of the wrong house misdirect.
2: Okay. Yeah. 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 So we're talking about the same thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know, the gathering around the house with the backup. And
2: you feel pretty good about that. Like, okay.
1: She, she's and they, safe
2: and they set it up so well like she yeah her, it's all right Clarice we got him. we're we don't, you know John Grant aka yeah. Gum. and then knock you know?
1: knock knock and then you're freaking and yeah. that card scene that card scene is so creepy to me
2: that he, whole scene still... like, yeah a lead up to she walks in and you wonder if she knows already because um doesn't he say his name is is John Grant and there's the JG that he, Jack Gordon, Jack Gordon. Jack Gordon. Yeah. He's
1: becoming right? suspicious because she knows how to profile from her be- behavioral sciences. But then I think the moth comes through. Is that what happens? A moth well, there's a print of...
0: print of a moth. Mm-hmm. She doesn't turn around yeah. and see it. Yeah. It, but that that's almost like a, a gag for the audience. Like, <laughs> yeah. you just know, it's right there the... and she doesn't yeah. see it. Yeah, but, but that just builds your tension. And then she sees the moth.
2: The moth lands no. on some spools of thread, yeah. so now we're looking at uh, you
1: know the scene. Yeah. So, uh, I, I I love her entry with the the victim. What is our victim's name?
2: Catherine Martin. Catherine Martin. Martin. FBI,
1: yep. you're safe. Fuck
2: you. Get me out. Of here. Same shit. <laughs> that is like she wasn't afraid to say. You know she. You know.
0: Yeah.
2: We're I all just... like sort of God.
0: No, I was just saying it. I just think the whole that whole series he he just takes it up a notch, and then that, that whole scene that, is just brilliant.
1: That was some levity in an otherwise very dark film because I do remember that in the theater. And the FBI, you're safe, and she's kind of shaky and doesn't know where that man is. Right? Got a little chuckle, and then her her response, you know, get me the fuck out of here, just got a big yeah, you know, almost a relief from the audience because we're all just white knuckled by that time, aren't we? so
2: uh, yeah and she yells it checks it so that hopefully you know jamie going to hear the other officers will be here any minute now <laughs> <laughs>
1: but but there's a hollow element to that like they're really really i'm not kidding they're gonna be here. does she believe that at that point or is that just her, no, her think, way of, of buying some time
2: i think buying some time and also maybe hoping that like he'll retreat or something you know because yeah. when you think of, of a plethora of cops why, and
1: why cops. wouldn't he why would he continue to pursue so he's certainly predatory
2: he had a plan he, I, he, I think he knew what to do i think he knew exactly what to do when he like snickered and dropped those cards like he was cop oh, yeah. but you're not getting me like um yeah. it'll lure you down Cause like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm gonna take you too. Yeah, he's he- getting
0: g- goggles, night vision goggles. So the night
2: vision goggles. Oh, just- good
1: lord! That that played with the audience so much. You know, the reaching out. Yeah. <laughs> oh.
2: You know, in the book, he talks about how he needed hair, and he loved her hair. And so, uh, oh
1: you know, yeah.
2: You know, in, in the film where he's like really almost grazing her hair, and her face, <sighs> she doesn't even know it because it's. And you're
1: worried for her eyes because she just can't see and they're so wide and vulnerable to anything, to anything.
2: Yeah. I mean, another brilliant moment of acting because the room was not dark because they wouldn't have been able to shoot it. So they shot it with light. And so she played that scene up. She couldn't see anything and falling and tripping and yeah you know, and reaching. I had no <laughs> idea she played and- it
1: night, day for night or however you would. Uh, yeah. I didn't know that
2: yeah and yeah you can see so she talks about this she talks about this very scene too in the inside story um how okay. you know there was light and she had to muster it all up and and brilliant right. so, but she, when he turns the gun on you can see a couple of shadows in the scene which is indicative of light yeah uh, yeah and when the gun comes out too, but. Well,
1: thanks for that. You've ruined the film for me. I'm going to look for the, that's like the helicopter shadow in The Shining. Finally,
2: I know. You
0: can only see that after. But
2: that makes you want to see another film with that cinematographer, that gaffer, that actor. Yeah, yeah no Who kidding. We should, we
0: should mention his tech Fujimoto. I yeah. don't know, I, but yeah. he's done a lot of wonderful films and a lot I, of I did wonderful read, films with Demi.
1: I, I did read that he liked to use the red filter for any danger scenes. Um, but we don't really have that with the darkness scene you know, of course that's all green night vision looking stuff but when Chilton is warning her yes. about uh, you know not to go too near the glass and I, I guess there are a couple of, of other danger scenes where he does use that red what is a grab filter
2: yeah that was like a descent a descent into hell like mm. that like as soon as they get down there and he's in the red yeah. this is what he did to her face yeah and mm. she's just looking at the picture and it's just a- yeah. All
1: around. Yeah. We went from lighting and editing.
0: Yeah, we can stop at the and we mentioned Tak Fujimoto and then Circle of Hell and Red is Danger.
1: Red is Danger <laughs> and Circle of Hell. Got it.
0: <laughs> and Chilton's a dick. And I just Chilton want to add, is, Chilton is old, an absolute dick. Yeah, don't date him, ladies. man <laughs> don't date Nobody. anybody named Chilton. Yeah. Is it okay. me or does the the mental hospital look like Eastern State Penitentiary? And what? Was... <laughs> Does it? I've never seen that. I I haven't either. It looks like it was built in 1850 or something like that. The 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 brick of the. Okay, red is danger. Red is danger. (laughs) Julie, pick up where you were. Oh
2: yeah, so the uh, we were talking about um, the use of of color and filters. Tak Fujimoto's decision to use that red as they're descending down. Into the pits of that forensics hospital, or you know, state asylum, whatever it is, <laughs> so we reached the very bottom. You know, the whole way Chilton's telling her how you know what what a monster he is, and as they hit hit the bottom, and what a
1: dick move to show her that, right? I'm sorry, go to yeah, again. no, I, I was think jumping she, ahead, I, a dick I, move.
2: I, I think they're like they're so. She wasn't afraid of him. Like I, I think that would have creeped many people out. she like. Nope. Sure, she was a little bit nervous walking in there, but she held her own. Then you have Barney like, you know, looking, Barney looking direct to camera. They yeah. told, you know, don't go near the glass, right? Like, yeah, I
0: got
1: I have this vague recollection, it's been so many years, that Barney had a bigger uh, a bigger part and that Lecter also respected Barney. I the, think Bar- Barney, novel. Barney
2: yeah. treated him more humanely than Chilton. But you know that that whole descent, you mm-hmm. know, was like. There are a few scenes for me that were like, okay, I go, I just got comfortable, but now I'm not again, and I just yeah, can't take yeah. my eyes off this film. Leading down into the the you know first appearance of Hannibal Lecter was one of those scenes, you know, really. Yeah.
1: What an introduction! That that's what so an memorable.
2: And then another scene for me, I thought that was like just like interesting and horrific and something you don't see every day is when they go to see Frederick's body, you know, on, on the table. Yeah.
0: That was really well yeah. done. I thought. Yeah.
2: And as soon as, you know, what did she say? As soon mm. as they, she turned around and looked at her, like she had her, she was getting things ready and the rest of them were putting the Vicks vapor rub on their lip and they're yeah. like, you ready, Clary, Starley, you ready? Around And first thing she says is bill. Like mm. it's definitely bill. Uh, but when they pulled the cocoon, like they pulled that cocoon from her throat you're like wow. yeah that was yes. a gas gas
1: prim- from the audience moment yes. i do remember that
2: yeah. yes yeah and like, like no and way then, and then like, do you remember like the sound like when they pulled it out the yep. sound <laughs> you heard you yeah know, damn like a-
1: character actor who is the uh mm, the forensic photographer or whatever he is or the uh, coroner he, he's such a oh yeah. god he's so familiar to me and i, I can't recall his name he always like, plays a dweeby little creepy guy. He does. He does. Yeah,
2: yeah. But there was a big release of air. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. uh, yeah. if, if it was Frederica's breath or yeah. if someone was like oh, like oh my god. Like I, I mm-hmm. do, you guys, do you have a thought on that?
1: Oh, uh, it it couldn't have been Frederica's air. She well, well, if Gases she were it would,
0: it, if would she escape were, from a baby could yeah. potentially. Yeah. It was creepy though.
1: It was a, a secondary site, so she was killed elsewhere first. The breath would have been out, and then planted that. So, forensically, I think, I think that yeah. was somebody else in the room, not, yeah. not digging. It that. doesn't
2: sound like it's anybody else. But yeah, like that mouth right there.
1: Yeah, and and that was intentional. It had to be right. Like, could that be coming from her? Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the guys at the Smithsonian. Is that where they? Are? No, where are they? Uh yeah. The uh, entomologist folk. They're, they're the they were sweet. I just love them and their chess game of bugs yeah how do you play
2: (laughs) (laughs) and like another another though you know place where she had to sort of feed into their male ego well
1: see that's where i thought she was released a little bit because they're just not acknowledged right they're in the crypts of, of of their world and uh and one of them is openly flirting are you flirting with are you asking me to, whatever she says to the one guy who says do you ever eat cheeseburger go out for cheeseburgers and a coke yeah um i i think that that he's so sweet about it he's not doing it in a i am a dominant mailman you know not mailman yeah. as an letter carrier but you know Um, Yeah, I I, I thought that was a release of tension for me. So that's interesting to you that to me that you felt that that was yet another incident uh, case of her having to confront a male-dominated world.
2: I think it's much, it's milder on screen, but I think in the book, it's a little bit more heavy there. Yeah. Her thought of like, you know, like she's there for a job. She does not care about- Going
0: out for cheeseburgers and a beer. (laughs) Yeah,
2: she just goes, what (laughs) is this thing? You know, and so- You know, like, you know, I don't know, for me, growing up in the 80s and, you know, 70s, yeah. you're, you know, as a girl, you were polite. Yeah. It didn't yes. matter. No matter
1: what. Yes. No
2: matter what.
0: Yeah. Yep. Every
2: situation, right? And if you weren't, then you weren't going to take, you You weren't going to be taken seriously. You know, so like you got what you want by playing yeah. games.
1: Yeah. And that's yeah. how she gets what, remember when Chilton first shows her the horrible photo and he said, or before that, he says, you could have saved me a trip all the way yes. down. And she says, Well, I wouldn't have had the pleasure of your company. And yeah. You know, you know, those yeah. kinds of niceties that you cringe when you remember I I used that kind of line before in
0: yeah. my past. They shouldn't right. be necessary, but yeah. yeah, they are and
2: even like when she's when they're, you know, when they go to see Frederica and all the guys, all the police officers are there making mm-hmm. noise and Jack Crawford can't hear himself think. Yeah. And she's like, you know, any guy would turn up and like, all right, everybody out of here. You gotta go. And she's yeah. like, Thanks for bringing her here. You did all you could for her. We appreciate that. You know, I think this is
1: West Virginia, though. I think this is more cultural than male, female. This is she knows these folks. And by saying, let's give her some privacy. And I I think that's more West Virginia than than male, female.
0: He says he says uh, when they first get there, he says something in front of uh, the sheriff and says, I don't really want to discuss this in front of. The woman folk, basically. Yeah. And then and every woman they, in the
1: room going,
2: Oh, you yeah. did just yeah. And yeah. They have, the, it. She had, they had the
0: conversation later in the car. Yeah. She's like, He said it it really burned you up when I said that, didn't
1: it, yeah. He knew he, what he was doing, but I had to gain their trust. But he's you fucking know, with her
0: too. He she's like, they're gonna follow your lead. Right. It matters. And I love the fact that they in the script he makes a point to make yep. that point.
1: Yeah. He, he he even says point taken. So she does not swallow that. I loved that moment.
2: Yeah. I mean, she's had to jump, you know, she's gotta jump through more hurdles and more red tape than if there was a, a man in her in her role. You know, like yeah. she's gotta play a game and she's gotta be play, you know. Would would Hannibal Lecter have played that game if uh Jack Crawford was in there or a, a male trainee? No. I don't think so. No. He would have
1: <laughs> fucked with them high and low, but not given his his confidence to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there was, some, was it in that that little documentary that that the Jack Crawford character did not want Lecter inside of his head, and that's why he passed it to Clarice. Like, he didn't feel he was strong enough to face that. But since Clarice, oh. in his mind, didn't have the baggage he had, he, he felt that Lecter couldn't use that against her, what he, his normal bag of tricks.
0: That's that's some good continuity because it is addressed in uh, Man uh, Manhunter. Oh, that he he is having that issue yeah. with Lecter. He doesn't yeah. want him inside his head anymore. That, He's that's true. Trying to walk away from it, take a break from it.
1: Look, I'm going to tell our listening audience: uh, have another look at Silence of the Lambs, but go back and look at Manhunter too. It might be low budget, but it's some seriously good acting. And, yeah, it, I think and it's I will. true to the book
2: yeah I, I think i will because like i i wouldn't have thought that of, of jack Crawford. like i can't yeah. do it anymore you yeah. know like i'm you know yeah also in but, the book his wife is dying too and he doesn't really have yeah yeah what's going on like i think like much more bandwidth probably
0: yeah i would probably like to be out of his house as much as possible but
1: that's set in Florida. I'm trying to think. It looked like a very Florida setting. Yes, he's
0: got like yeah. a house on the West Coast, I think. Okay. Like a little beach okay. house on the West Coast. Yeah. So the other
2: scene where I feel like gets you the elevator. Okay. So right, so so oh 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 that so you think yes. You see it all. You think yeah. you see it all? They yeah. hear the shots. They they go up and they see they see what happened to so the officer. Yeah. Take Pembry out. Hembry, mm. airport, airport, <laughs> Hembry, um, out under a stretcher and then the blood starts dripping okay so now we all think well that's got to be Hannibal Lecter right yeah and they set up and they go and they wound the leg and he doesn't like whoa like yeah. what, is, what where are you taking us now yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah
2: just when you think like okay the big scary scene just happened or horrific scene and now you're yeah. like they got them they got them yeah
1: yeah no yeah. relief them.
2: that's not Nancy. Yeah. they don't have them
1: oh god and then the face removal scene yeah. horrifying
2: yeah but we're rooting like now we're like wow he's, he's getting away yeah he's getting away
1: T- too bad about those guys but but uh okay
2: yeah <laughs> yeah right exactly sorry
1: yeah yeah. yeah sorry collateral damage people yeah yeah or charles napier I, he always dies though doesn't he in his films
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it was just a simple scene right and you just sit yeah. on the top of that elevator but you were just drawn in and yeah. we didn't flinch at all like, There's
1: something like, about blood dripping from a ceiling, and I think it's been used in many films. And I think of Alien as well, and Aliens. You know, anything dripping from above just freaks us out. That's that's one of those dark corners of of human fear, I suppose.
2: Yeah.
1: And and this this film hits all of those dark corners, particularly for women. I think. Uh,
2: yeah.
1: And in the vulnerable state that, that we've always been in.
2: Yep. Yeah. One thing um, I, I um was having a hard time understanding or like, why, why am I seeing this? There were a yeah. few swastikas around his house and I couldn't figure mm-hmm. out why. Like they were on a blanket and they were, I think they were on.
0: Uh, a James Gunn's house.
2: Yes. Well, he had tried to be many things. So he yeah, might have tried on,
0: uh, you
1: know, racial hate or, you know, Nazism or Maybe. He, he tried it on. Maybe. Where, is it, where does his hate reside? How deep yeah. is it?
0: Yeah. Or he's just going into every uh, nether region of um, off the main path of society to see if there's a place where he fits in. Yeah, you're right. Sam. If
1: if the internet had existed way back then, what's that dark corner of the the interwebs called? Where, where the dark
0: where, web. The, dark
1: web. The dark web. Where where I don't know. We're, we're gonna get hate or, or stalkers well, if I go there.
0: <laughs> I mean, you had the inner. You had the very beginnings of you know, prodigy was around then in 91 yeah. 92 so yeah God, i haven't heard that in a while wow. people are are uh, in exploring those spaces for the first time i i like the relationship with ardelia i love that scene where um
1: is ardelia her
0: roommate yeah or... her friend okay uh, played okay. by casey casey lemons i completely forgot this this scene where we realize Lecter has escaped Yes. And you just see her drop the phone, and she, she's sprinting down the hallway. Yes, yes,
2: yep. And then, like the whole Clarice was like unafraid. She's like, "He won't come after me." It's really I,
1: I, I, no, he assur- reassures her, doesn't he? He says, "I, I don't worry if you're going to worry. Uh, the world's a much more interesting place with you in it," or something like that. On the, on the phone. very, or is end. that later, at the, it's at the end. End. Okay. Very yep. end. Okay, but I mean that looked really authentic, and that cake looked really magnificent not do ever really okay. I really thought I've made bad life choices. Why haven't I joined the FBI? I mean, I, can you imagine this film was was pivotal for so many young people, I think
0: yeah, I think it was uh, yeah
1: I, I we'd seen Ripley, of course, but that's a stretch, isn't it in space with aliens? This is real real-time stuff
0: mm-hmm. that
1: really happens
0: uh, and, that- and
2: what that's what's so horrific about it. Yeah. Like, this is real. Like, we were talking about of Pulp Fiction when um, there's that, that guy, that gimp who lives in a box. Like, you know. Yeah. yeah. That Fair. exists somewhere. There's someone.
1: You, oh, yeah. That,
2: that's, thanks that's for reminding
1: I, me of that. I had forgotten. No, but
2: I mean, that's <laughs> what, that's what, that's what these films are. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. come yeah. on, Hollywood. Like, let's make some real films and like take yeah. journeys again. Like, I don't.
1: Take a, that, a fucking chance. Yeah.
2: I don't. I don't feel like I watch a movie and I'm like, I just lost two hours of my life because you did not make me feel anything there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nothing, Feeling nothing you know? is is a terrible thing. Yeah.
2: And I, I feel like
1: the 90s really brought it in, didn't they? I feel like the 90s, that was a good decade for films. Yeah, we were just starting right. with silence.
2: Definitely Pulp Fiction, uh, Silence of the Lambs, Schindler's List, um, Jackie Brown. Seven, right. I think was, did I say seven?
0: Seven was one in
1: there. Seven was oh, a good one. Seven yeah. was oh, that 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 did me in. What's in the
2: box? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, so
1: so what makes a hero? Just having integrity? Is that is that in our in our society enough to be a hero heroine? Uh having integrity and not being a liar or a narcissist? Because that's what Clarice is. She's a woman with integrity and honesty. Yeah.
2: She's also unafraid, like. Uh, yeah. we, who who in their right mind would have gone down into that labyrinth on their own? But she was so intent on, and and she's not Catherine. She's not she's, the yeah, yeah.
0: perfect FBI candidate. Do we see when they're doing drills? She almost gets. Yeah. She she's like he's like you're dead, Starling. You yeah. Know, these people are human. They're going to screw up. But it's only through. Their study, their repetition—they're yeah. constantly trying to make themselves better, smarter. We needed that opening, though. Yeah. We needed that. You're
1: dead, Starling, because she she took note,
0: right? Yeah. She wasn't exactly. going to miss again. Even yeah. when she draws on James Gum, she struggles to get her her gun out of the holster. There's yeah. like like that, a hesitation that worried me. Yes. But
2: yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. what got her? What got him was her, and I touch upon this in the book and it's very very slight in the film is that she's able to in the in the in the book they talk about how she needed to like strengthen her hand so that she could pull that trigger Ooh. faster and, okay you know, she's got good aim but she needs to pull that trigger faster yeah 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 i think that's what helped her in the end um, i need
1: to go back and read the books in which one do they lovingly describe her mustang and uh, is that uh, would that be red dragon or silence or
0: I'm, she's I'm not, not sure. in red dragon she's in uh silence no in... the books the books the books she's not in because
1: she drives a muscle car in the books okay. we don't see her car i think in the.
0: but she's in the... not in red dragon that's a jack crawford oh, oh you're right you're right that's jack yeah. yeah
1: yeah
2: yeah
1: there's a great line from the russia house what is it a hero is somebody who who merely does the decent thing i i, I think with Catherine's life on the line she has to be the heroine at that point she can't let Catherine down. She has to save Catherine. That's one of our criteria for being a hero, right? You're saving somebody.
0: I and want to Catherine know how she got to yeah. Memphis from D.C. <laughs> she just shows up at, in, in Memphis. Yes. It, and how, does did she, she, how, does, how does she even wind up there? She didn't drive I, there.
1: I don't know. Is she given full uh, her own private helicopter for all these occasions? I don't no. know.
0: No very possible that she might have taken a flight we see her outside of james gums something about that edit uh julie when they're coming upon that house in in illinois Mm -hmm. what's the name of the town in illinois because they think they think he's in illinois
2: yes calumet city
0: calumet and you see that those cuts are actually kind of quick they and but then when Clarice is showing up at the house, and I think she has shown up at the house, but then it's really slow, uh, sort of like a slow pan from across the street all the way up to the front of Jamie Gum's house, Jamie Gum's house, and you mm-hmm. see a little like a navy sedan or something. So maybe she did just take a flight and. You know, it'd be do it on a dime. See. Or... Um,
2: it'd be, it'd <laughs> it'd be, be a to... because she was in a yeah. or something in Baltimore, right? So that's what I'm Pinto. thinking.
0: Yeah, because she could she could make the drive. Here we are, like trying to suss this out with the timing.
1: Yeah. It would be six hours from she DC. Would, to, no, but uh, yeah, she could make
0: it from Memphis to uh Bel. Is it Belvedere, Ohio, or West Virginia? She could make. I live in Ohio, to... and I'm thinking, where's Belvedere? I don't know.
1: But she could make it is. there
0: within that time. Yeah. Well,
1: Ohio's a tall state. It takes about four
0: and a half hours to get She was
2: already there looking, talking to Frederica's dad and her friend at the bank from the bank.
0: Oh wait, she, that's right. She flew she flew back. They flew her back. Because that's when she gets the phone call that no, he escaped. Beth. What?
1: Y- you make me crazy. Because <laughs> i'm what, glad what were we, but i know but in a good way i it was we were watching something where a lot of i think it was nobody's fool and you said that had to be on a monday because this happens
0: on the Tuesday,
1: <laughs> and then on the Wednesday, this happens. Because I just and, <laughs> and it's a whole month of days. And I thought, I'm
0: just trying to suss it out, like the the universe that they're living in and the yeah, timeline. No, I, and...
1: I get it. I get it. But it's it's one of your endearing qualities that, that I love. I do, even if you make me insane. <laughs> it must be Thursday if we're in Belgium or something.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> but but I think they, uh, Jonathan to me was he had a lean cut, right? So if you included. Uh, the how-tos, it would have been not as tight a film. You know, there's there's a a, a sustained level of tension that that he created in that film with very few releases.
0: Well, I was asking Julie, like, the the Buffalo Bill moniker, he supposedly gets it from Kansas City PD. We know Mm -hmm. he kills, we know he abducts somebody in Tennessee. We know Mm -hmm. he has killed somebody in Ohio. And that he's yeah. killed somebody in West Virginia. So I, w- I had asked Julie, I was like, he's really getting around. And this is all yeah. in a short span of time. And supposedly also um, Illinois house, he has to have some sort of tie there. Some sort of, because de- it, it wasn't that he was the wrong person. He just didn't live at that house anymore. He was a, mean, Mrs. a
2: picture L- of a different person on the plane. Didn't it look like a different person?
0: No, I thought it was him, like a younger him.
2: See, I thought it was older. I was like, that is not Buffalo Bill. But I, I could be wrong. a sketch. Because I was like, Jack Crawford, you're wrong. It's not him. Not, him. That's
0: not yeah.
1: him. Don't they map it for us at some point? Like, this must be his,
0: his circle. Yeah, you see the thing. Uh, yeah. They do.
1: I wonder, what you were you satisfied with the ending? I was. It could have ended, I guess, with the one, with the graduation cake and yay, it's all solved. But they gave us a little bit of a teaser, didn't a they? Nice
2: little, a nice little teaser. Yeah, really, you know, and you almost wish they were there for that,
1: for that dinner, and and just his swagger, the way he, he the cock of his hat, and yeah. the way he he blends into the crowd, yeah, uh, it, it's very satisfying, and that's some nice physical acting on on Anthony Hopkins. If that's Anthony Hopkins, it's from the back in a long shot, but uh, he,
0: there he's in the Caribbean somewhere, isn't he? Yeah, Bahamas. So.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, Bahamas. Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: No, I wish we had one shot of Chilton's face when he realized that heck, uh, Elector was
1: that. That would have been nice. The door opening and oh you know?
2: shit moment. You reference. know, because at first you're like, "Where's Chilton? Is he on vacation? Is he just taking some time off?" But like, yeah. you know, like I had to like put on the uh, subtitles for that last scene because I wanted to hear what he was saying. And he's like, Is "Security in place." They're like, "Yeah, we have the best yeah. system set up for you, or whatever." Yeah, yeah. Long run. Yeah. Where was he going? What was his plan? I wonder, but.
1: Uh, I don't know. But he was a dead man. He was a marked man.
2: But I loved how they left. He just followed him down the street and ran up to see. Like that, That's world.
0: a great <laughs> shot.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yep. The credits rolling and the music running. I like um, the
0: notion of uh, he He just uh, tells her that, you know, the world's a more interesting place with you in it. You're basically not yeah. my nemesis or you yeah. are. I'll leave you alone. I'll leave you alone. Yeah. You can go to sleep at night without worrying,
1: and and he's a man who keeps his his word, isn't he? He, he has certain rules, even though he's a psychopath. He has rules, courtesy, mm-hmm. and and I think he is a man of his word. He might play his games, his word games, his mind games, but but he has a code of ethics in his own warped way.
2: And I think too, like you know, he's this psychopath who doesn't have any feelings. But I I think that Clarice nicked him a little bit i think that she mm-hmm. put a little dent in him because i feel like he started to have something for her whether whatever those feelings were he was like and i don't
1: i don't think i would sexualize it it was more it was something greater than that
2: uh, i think yeah. so but unfortunately hannibal the movie oh uh, yeah, takes uh, us yeah. no sorry the book takes us there the, the.
1: i don't know she's dressed in that red ridiculous dress in the movie was Julianne yeah. Moore thinking? She's above that too.
0: I I don't know. Yeah, so it does take the take a turn to this uh, sexual relationship in Hannibal. Yeah,
1: I have a problem with that. I I didn't want it to go in that direction.
0: Mm.
2: And again, so yeah, Hannibal, the book was really good. I really liked it, but the movie was more disturbing than oh God, scary. Yeah. You know, just disturbing all the way around.
1: The the Ray leota eating scene. It even oh, God, no. oh God,
0: Please don't <laughs> remind me of that. <laughs> oh,
1: Cheerfully gosh. eating his own brain—it's just, yeah. oh, oh God. man. May he rest in peace. Oh man, I just wish
2: they made more movies like, like *Silence and the Lambs*. Like the story, the storytelling. Yeah the editing just like they just took you on a real journey like like we're in it the whole time
0: i love the just the uh those opening credits and just the tone that everything's very muted and gray and dark overcast and uh, and a lot
2: of that yeah and then a lot of that sort of same sort of look through the entire you know, like even back when they flashback you know, to her as a little girl, it's gray and that same, yeah. music, it made you think like something was gonna happen almost in every scene. A little bit yeah. creepy music that truck drives by the house after she sees her dad, like, oh, is that something? You know, it's just yeah, yeah, you do every yeah. Little thing, you know. I loved how the cats helped us a little bit, like the, if only cats could talk, right? Like wait, 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 what did I miss?
1: What's what's with the cats? Well, yeah. Catherine
2: Martin's cat saw the whole thing. Like she's like, I <laughs> oh, <gonna> oh. <laughs> you know. But then yeah. the cat at, at Frederica Bimmel's house, yeah. you know, basically clued her in to look in that room.
1: Oh, know? that's right! Oh my God!
0: Well, yes. oh my God. cats are real superheroes. You know, like they don't give cat, a fuck, if, but they If cats were people, we would think that they were Marvel superheroes with their abilities. Yeah,
1: they, they can jump the equivalent of eighty feet. But what was? Uh, just out, out of curiosity, do you do you know this don't uh, what Jonathan Demme's next film was after that?
2: The only big the, one I can think of is Philadelphia.
1: Okay, yeah, that's so he did thought. Okay, so another big one so because uh, it's hard to top Silence. But then Philadelphia was so intense too.
2: So intense. It's so yeah. A lot yeah. of the same techniques with um shooting. The POVs uh, mostly directly to cameras, a lot of that a lot
0: of that visually very different film though i, I feel like because i just keep thinking oh, yeah. of uh the shots of tom hanks in the library and it just there just seems to the perspective is just seems so different the angles
2: but there's the use of that color too when listening to the opera and turns out takes you right out of that room oh man i i
1: now i need i haven't seen that since that came out And and it stayed with me. There's there's one scene where he's just getting his his routine blood work. He's always been already been diagnosed. He's listening to his Walkman and just sort of tapping and and listening. But he's got this weight hanging on him, you know, and this sentence hanging on him in these in these days. God, that that was Antonio Banderas in that too, right? Yep. I'm just curious, Julie. What is your favorite Jodie Foster film? Would it be this one, or do you have another one in mind? Do you think that this film changed the trajectory of her career after realizing that, hey, I can I can be this kind of actor?
2: I mean, I I probably would say this accused was there was was the one I think for me because okay. it was, you know, brilliant. Her 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 performance was brilliant, but I don't think that there's been one since Sounds of the Lambs that I could say. Well, there you go, Jody, you did it again. -hmm. Not to say that, like, you know, but she's had a couple of eh, some movies where it's Panic Room was really good, but it wasn't Silence of the Lambs. You know, i I
1: enjoyed it. I, I, Beth and I often speak of Home for the Holidays. Of course, she directed that. She directed that. that. Yeah. yeah. And we, we love that, even though it has one of those throwaway kind of titles. I, I think my first awareness, I think her birthday is right around mine, literally like right around November 20th somewhere. And I always thought, that's my twin. I want to be like her. But my first, uh, love was Hotel New Hampshire I, I loved her in that film and, and that's when she became you know somebody on my radar I,
2: I did not song. see that but uh oh. the little girl who was down the lane oh my god how old was she amazing I know yeah. amazing and you know yeah. what I should say no hands down just as good of if not better I think before no. a character that like mm-hmm. I mean you know, Clary Starling could be anybody and she put the accent on and was able to do it and she was able to tell the story, but like Nell, that's a whole different animal.
0: Yeah, Nell is is a very different film. A very good yeah. film, too.
1: And what what a, oh, it's a courageous thing to play that, that type of character. A feral mute. Uh it, you're, yeah. you're really laying yourself out there yeah. to be vulnerable, aren't you? Yeah. i forgotten about Nell.
2: It did launch a lot of opportunities for
0: tony hopkins though sorry yeah yeah um little man tate what she directed little man tate and that was a very uh, nice film
1: beautiful film love that we should do that one we should do that one how how would you summarize your your i don't know reconnaissance for for this particular episode julie did you enjoy going back down that rabbit hole uh did it did it give you any new revelations epiphanies um, and such
2: i i mean I'm, it's going to give me nightmares again i'm sure I <laughs> we're sorry no, I'm no that's okay as long as it's not buffalo bill that i'm having dreams about because that is disturbing like yeah. i feel like anthony hopkins probably will scare the hell out of me or I don't yeah, know, scared. Scared yeah. Me. he won't eat me he won't kill me because i'm good <laughs> like clarice right
1: yeah no he he wouldn't he, he'd say the world is a better place with you in it yeah he, he would i feel that strongly i,
2: I would say that too yeah Yeah. Did you
1: enjoy the reconnaissance of of this? I felt like I needed to do more. Like I really wanted to read those books, but I'm I'm still working on Elmore Leonard for God's sake. I think
0: I think it's I it it, watching it. I'm at that point where I I I love this film, but as I've said before, there are some films I I don't want to watch too much of because I don't want to become desensitized. Yeah, Uh, and I this time I realized I've seen this film probably way too many times. Um, I would definitely go back and, and hmm. read the novel, and I still no. love the film. Um, this I shared that story with you, Sam, about uh, my daughter saying, "Oh yeah, I've seen this before." I'm like, "I don't think you've seen this before." And we, we <laughs> sat down and watched it, and there, that same reaction though, yeah, you know, yeah, get yeah. out, get out. She's yelling at the <laughs> TV set, right? Um, but it, it's it's culturally, it, I think it's really significant. It's it's a snapshot of an accurate snapshot where women are at this time in American history. They're just really starting to get traction and break ground. Women uh, were admitted into the FBI in 1972. That was after the death of J Edgar Hoover. Yes. I looked all this up Um, and there were only two. Um, I don't have their, their names here. Only
1: Only two. Wow.
0: Only two at that time when they started letting, uh, letting them in. And then also in 91, when this film was released, there were only two female senators. Holy
1: shit. Talk about coming a long way, baby. Oh my God.
0: There were only two females, Uh, Nancy Kasabom of Kansas and Barbara Mikulski. This is in our lifetime. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Now there have been other uh, women appointed to the Senate or had (laughs) had served maybe uh, if their husband had, died or something but uh, at the time there were only two serving in the senate now in 92 i think three more were ele- that was when feinstein was elected barbara boxer and patty murray so they they went from two oh. to five and then now there's 25 yeah wow. out of well 100 so
2: i wish so- that uh this was a visual because I have to say like this whole time watching you, Beth, there's been like this moth or something. I, I have this de- little thing and it's driving <laughs> me <laughs>
0: fucking crazy.
2: And I'm like, the death, the death I was looking moth. at it like, what the hell is that fluttering oh thing? God, I, death I brought the
0: death's, death's head moths in just for this recording. Now set. that's a
1: class act, bringing a death's head moth. <laughs> <to> <laughs> what,
0: what did you guys think about the death's head moth? The, I mean, the, it was a symbolism. fascinating
1: creature. I love that yeah and and for the whole you know metamorphosis theme that that's that's perfect
2: and with the skull like the design yeah the skull on it you know yeah, you know that they brought them in for the film and it was freezing cold they were shooting um in pittsburgh i think it was and they just yeah. did it and they did it immediately and yeah so you get replacement players for the moths and oh i'm,
1: I'm yeah. sad for them like they're they're native to asia or something right like, like that right so yeah so, Serenium, yeah. so <laughs> yeah
2: bring it into uh pennsylvania in the winter and, and see how they do yep.
1: so
0: they made uh, the
2: costumes for them they made costumes for them like using fingernails <laughs> and painting on there and then they realized oh they couldn't fly with it on so then they ended up putting these things on like fishing rods and putting it like, <laughs> in the labyrinth scene, like you're flying around, but they're That's, like on a flyer. Oh my That's god, hilarious. that sounds like
1: something Dario Argento would do. Uh, I, there, so there must be a credit for Moth Wrangler in yeah, credits somewhere.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So, so Sam, I have something funny to, to share with you. So as I was watching yeah. this film, I was watching uh, Ted Levine yeah. and his, uh, you know about Donna and her butterflies, right? Oh my god, so- yes yes in the low light and then he's got a fish tank in there right Uh uh-huh there's a fish tank on my on my kitchen counter that still hasn't gone away so i i'm I'm sitting there watching all this going oh my god donna is (laughs) buffalo bill (laughs) 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 you better
1: hope she doesn't listen to this episode
0: (laughs) Oh god, it was just so reminiscent (laughs) i'm watching like this is my house i'm looking at right now i've got the the butterfly nets and i've got the no.
1: Can you tell Julie what what was said? Is that a secret, or, or what, what was said? what what she said about the butterflies? Oh. That freaks me out.
0: I don't <laughs> well, know when this translates started, or not, <laughs> but uh, Donna started getting obsessed with butterflies a few years back. So she would get the, you can get little enclosures and help them whatever that is. They go up there and they spin and they. And she started planting milkweed and feeding them. And she, then there's like different kinds of milkweed, and some are they like to eat nectar from, some they like to actually hang from. And uh, she had gotten this big vining plant, and it wasn't for uh, monarchs; it was um, black swallowtail, like okay. this particular vine. It's very robust and kind of purpley leaves and. And she get. she's like, Come here, come here, come here. And I go over there. And she goes, Shh, she goes, if you listen,
2: you can hear them chilling. Was this during the pandemic, hopefully? <laughs> no, this is no. before
0: the pandemic. Keep your Just, Yeah.
1: Keep your uh, dagger strapped to your leg at all. Time. Yeah. <laughs> so well,
0: <I'm> <laughs> she's not no, Buffalo Bill, but my no, I, she, I, she's a friend of mine Maybe I'm animals. Buffalo Bill. I seem to be fascinated by him. I don't know.
1: No, no. Don is a, a friend of all of Earth's creatures. I, I think, but but that's creepy to me. Shh. You can hear you can... them
0: eating. <laughs> freaks me out. I don't know. Or I what. think she said it. You can hear them chewing. That's what it chewing was. is worse can, than eating. Chewing, chewing. That's it.
1: But can she? Can she, Beth? I don't know. Wow. That freaks me out. Their little mouth. Can you tell us what it, of, it, uh, of, our, our, our most unusual gig?
2: Yeah, I think, like, I've had a lot of really good gigs, really stuff that I'm real proud of. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of people will laugh at this, but I really loved working on The Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm when I say that there were real story threads that we had to put together, I mean, that was yeah. real. Like, it was really yeah. fun, but it was it was a slog. Um, it was yeah. a lot of work. Um, yeah. But the work how, was-
1: how long did that go on? I just, I don't know. How long I mean, did those...
2: We would shoot for like three or four months every day with wow. a couple of cameras, with a lot of footage.
1: So um, these are real people. They say real. Ha- I never knew. Is it sort of half scripted or con- like here's the context? Go. Yeah,
2: or, or... I think that reality TV these days is a little bit more scripted than it was when when I was doing it. Um, I, I I will tell you that I know it wasn't scripted. I mean, because I was on the show for five seasons, but. Yeah, yes. Like we might have somebody go and redo it, an entrance because we didn't get it. Or we might ask somebody, um, yeah. oh, can you just ask them about this so that we can, we want to follow up on this one particular if the, yeah. you know thing that we talked about last week. We need to have, we need to have results yeah. on it, you know, but, you know, we knew that if we were going to go shoot um, a, a baptism with the big family. Like we knew we were going to get something. And, and then
1: <laughs> we, yeah, we did, I mean. You know shit's going to happen at drama, the back. Like, like,
2: like such <laughs> a drama, like, like, like pointing things out, like you left your kid unattended during that fight. And that, a huge like brawl would just ensue, you know?
1: <laughs> Was and, this for and, the cameras or were these real divas? Like, no, they were the cameras were going? Okay. They
2: really believed like in their own press. Like they just, they, they really thought that they, whatever they were saying or believing like was real real drama like it didn't take much to like for their you know for them to
1: so it must have been nice to go back home and say yeah it's pretty nice here
2: not so much drama going on it's actually really good
0: (laughs) (laughs) and after that you must you must have thought if i can edit this i can edit anything
2: you must have felt that way (laughs) i mean yeah i mean yeah wow (laughs) yep Yeah, and I I got to know those ladies more than they know themselves. I think. Oh wow! Interviews, like I knew what made them tick. I knew what they were going to say. Like I could just, I knew them, and I would have dreams about them, like giving them advice, because I knew them so well. That's hilarious. About (laughs) Teresa (laughs) and and (laughs) Carolyn. and I met them one time, and I just was like, Hey, remember that time? I wanted to be like, you should have done this. It probably would have, but no.
1: All right, now I have to watch that to, to see your editing job. I'm, I'm sure you're uh, the the queen of your, your craft.
0: I, and, I will uh, say. I'm really curious. Sam, I Don, Donna was really into that. Still uh, will watch anything having to do with Real Housewives of New Jersey. Loves the Super Bowl co- football commercial or whatever that they came out with this year, where yeah. I think Teresa's in it and who her brother's wife.
2: Melissa. Gorma. Melissa,
0: they're they're in it. And th- that's my two favorite entries in the fan- franchise is, is New York and, and New Jersey. So yeah. They're d- definitely entertaining.
2: What I love about Jersey, though, is like the drama is real. Like with New York, <laughs> New York, like they're just going to, you know, hey, I don't know. If have a- Let's just have an yeah. argument in like an inappropriate place. And that's going to be our.
1: Um, how do you deal with language season. is is, it, is there language in that? I don't know if it's uh, sort of uh, for regular television or cable yep. or or yeah. how. So...
2: we'll we'll bleep stuff out. We'll other Sorry,
1: it, words, beep 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 because they're getting yeah. into it. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Very cool. Wow. Yeah. What um, an exciting career. I, I I feel like a a slacker Beth.
2: Oh well. well <laughs>
1: <laughs> I well you are sam that's why no i i <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't
0: know i i
1: uh julie it has been such a pleasure to have you on the show tonight and to bring your expertise and and your precious time and i really mean that uh you you must be pulled every which way uh for the type of work you do well
2: i really um, appreciate so thank you having you. me i really i mean i've been listening to your your shows and like oh well, thank you introduced me to them and i'm like really enjoying them and I'm like, I'm like stuff that i haven't seen yet i'm like i want to mm. listen to the podcast and then i want to go watch but it's Aww, like, perfect. UK, right but yeah, yeah. I really, really enjoyed your content okay. oh, thank,
0: thank you thanks.
1: so much thanks a lot thank you we really appreciate that
0: and um to our listeners we hope you enjoy our content and if you want to get a hold of us you can contact us at celluloidpudding at gmail.com Put pod P-U-D-D-P-O-D, on Instagram, or celluloid in P-U-D-D-N, on Twitter. And uh, I don't know what else to add, Sam, other than we're having fun this February. Yeah. Reaching out with our Valentines. I th- is this our last entry? Yeah, this is. This is our last entry for February, isn't it?
1: Uh, nah. Nah, no. Nah, no, nah, no, no. Nah.
0: No, we have one more Valentine to hand out, and you just we, told we, me. What- we do. Yes. I, I
1: did. Your uh, valentine. My valentine. I, I changed it after enduring Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna we, s- Julie, have you seen the making of, by the way, of, of Top Gun Maverick? It, it, no. The film did not blow me away, but you might be interested in, in the camera work and editing that, that somebody shared with me on Facebook. I'll share it with you. you oh, like. yeah, it's, it's pretty, The too. tech is pretty cool. The Cinejet and, and some of the processes. But um, again, thank you. Thank you so much. I hope you come on again. I know you have some other favorites. So we'll lure you here whenever you're
0: willing. Our our mic is always open. We would love to have you back on again, Julie. It's been fun.
2: I mean, I really enjoyed it. And as Hannibal Lecter would say, that was good. (laughs) (laughs) Anthrax (laughs) Island. Is that your idea? (laughs) Good.
1: That was good. The turns. All right.
0: Um, Go ahead.
2: I was just gonna say, I don't know if you want to put this in the front, but um do you know do you know that Hannah, um Silence of the Lambs was set to debut in 91? It, 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 no, the end of 90, yeah, 91, but it was up against the, uh dances with the wolves.
0: With the oh wolves. I did not was, know that.
2: It was up against dances with the wolves and Orion's like, that's that's our Oscar ticket right there. So that's why yeah. they got pushed to the next year. Okay. And, and then by the time the Oscars came out again, they were the first film that was already released on video. Oh. So like the people who were like considering the Oscars, they were mm-hmm. it, they were able to see it like on video. So it got yeah. more attention. Oh, you know,
1: thank goodness, because dances swept, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can't compete with that, with yeah. this genre, I guess.
0: But yeah.
1: uh, wow, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Good tidbit. Uh, uh something of note, It, beca- uh, according to Wikipedia, and I do remember this, uh, it became the third and most recent film, the other two being 1934's It Happened One Night and 1975's that One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, to win Academy Awards in all major five categories, Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best, Actor, Best Actress, and Best Adapted Screenplay. Yeah. Um, so there's only been, th- I, according to this, only three have... Uh, Hollywood. Is that the quinella know. is that what you call that? five? <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty amazing. It is well,
1: well, beautiful people out there, wherever in time, space, or on the globe you are. We we thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we we really appreciate our listenership. And everyone, stay safe. Be kind to one another. Watch something different. Read something new. You okay. want to say good night for us, Julie?
0: Yeah, say good night, Julie. <laughs> Good night, Julie.
1: Good night Julie.
0: <laughs> Good night, Julie. Come back again, Julie. Yeah,
1: do come Good back. Night.
2: Y'all. Good night, everybody. Good night. night.